0: Hmm. Recorded live. Music for 2013 <laughs> <laughs> I like it I try to get like you Rodney trying to step More y'all killing me That's all I'm telling you
1: <laughs> I can dig it
0: Welcome, welcome to another episode Of Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show The best talk show for this form in the stratosphere um, With 2013 i like to welcome you all I'm going to keep it short on the rules no foul language. No Bible study. No Bible study. No Bible study. Did I say no Bible study? Okay, tonight. No Bible study. <laughs> got it. Not saying we got anything against it, but we're gonna go raw tonight. Tonight's topic is Inside the Mind of a Married Man. Now I've been I've been I've been uh watching the news and there's this new strain of flu out, and it's taking people out the game. It's um, it's pretty rough. In some states, some people have definitely passed away. And as men, I know we walk around uh, a lot of times sick, or even as women walk around sick, and you know, and, and and you man up, and you know, you don't really know that you're sick. You don't really know that there's an issue because you've experiencing something that you've experienced before and you've gotten through it. Um, but the question that I want to start off with tonight is, when do you know you're married? When do uh, you actually know you're married? Is that I a mean, trick question? It's kind of like a trick question. And the reason why I say this is because, you know, you, 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 you're you single at one particular time. Then you go and get married, now you got a ring on. But when do you realize that you're actually married when does it hit you when does the ether wear off when does it hit you that you're actually married
1: i i I know it hit me uh when the first time after i was married to my second wife a woman came on to me pretty strong and uh you know i had no reaction
0: you said you had no reaction
1: yeah, it was just like you know, I, I, you know, I didn't entertain it. You know what I'm saying?
0: I got you, I got you, I got you. So you, you, usually it was a, let me see how far I can get with this. One.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna test the milk? Go ahead. Wow,
0: wow. So was it something that changed in you? Was it something that happened in your marriage that made you really realize? Okay, now this is for real.
1: It might. Well, now that was
0: mine. You're talking about the first one? Let's not talk about the first one. We know I'm talking first. about
1: the second one. I ain't talking about the, second, the first one. Okay, the second one. Yeah.
0: Did, did something change? Did, something, did a light bulb click?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just like uh, it, it wasn't like I had to stop myself from thinking any type of devious thoughts or anything. It was just like, nah, you know, I'm cool, you know. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, you know, somebody offered you some water and you already got
0: some water. Wow. You
1: know what I'm saying? You're not thirsty.
0: Wow. Nope. Wow. I tell you for me, um get this thing jumped off. I realized that I was married when the storm came and I didn't leave. Kinda of hard, you know what I mean? When I'm talking about the storm, when the when the issues came, when the drama came, when the hard times hit. Yeah. I didn't leave. You know what I'm saying? Single. If I was single, you know, the things that, that were coming at me during the time that I was married, if those same things came at me when I was single, I would have rolled out. Would have got somebody else. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that that's the question I want to ask. When because I think that there are some people that don't you know, that are married that still don't realize it today. You know, and you get into a situation where it's like the heat comes and you want to bail. You know, is there anybody else that kind of realized after the fact, and I'm not talking about the day of the wedding. I'm talking about could be months later, years later. What was that determinant factor that made you say, you know what? I am married.
2: I know for me, it was, um, it was, it was a few months after I got married. And y'all know I got married pretty young. I was 21. Yeah. 21. Um, and it was a few months, um, and I went out, uh, I, you know, started a new gig, you know, I was out of college and everything, and I got married, um, a couple months after my wife, or well, my fiance at the time, um, but we got married a couple months after graduation, and I had went out, um, a couple months after I started my new gig, my new career, and everything, and, uh, didn't even invite my wife, um, and, you know, got out and was hanging out, and my wife is really not, uh, you know, as social as I am, so I was just like, you know, I just go hang, and, you know, then I, you know, long story short, you know, I kind of rolled in a little late, you know, and it's like, man, you know, I got, found myself in the doghouse, of course, um, but that was when, to your question, Mister Host, so that was when I realized I was like, "Man, I'm married now. I Really, can't do that."
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's. I, I think it. I mean, was it a rude awakening or or was it a good
2: awakening? I mean, it was a good awakening. It wasn't. It, it wasn't rude at all because I mean, it did. It wasn't like I was like, "What are you talking about?" You know, I can go out. Well, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, you're right." You know, I mean, it wasn't, it was it was just an awakening. And from that point on, I realized, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm married, Mm -hmm. period.
0: So is that the time when you had to realize that you had to change your thinking, your way of doing things?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I had to live, you know, because I was, I had to, I had to change my thinking because I, I had a wife, you know, and. On the surface, yeah, I was there at the wedding saying the vows and all that good stuff. Of course, I was present, and I was present all the way through the process. But until that moment, I was like, you know what, it's really not about just me now. You know, so I had to get focused.
0: Got it, got it, got it. Wow, wow. Yeah, I went through that same thing. Um, It was easy for me because my wife and I were pretty close friends, and we were hanging out a lot prior to getting married, so the transition wasn't that difficult. It's just that I've always been the type of guy that, you know, my patience was was real short, you know, and marriage will throw some left, some right, some curves in there, curveballs in there, and, you know, like I said earlier, you want to bail, but, you know, you realize that you made this commitment and, and you got people depending on you, you know, to hang in there. And and again it gets it gets deeper than that because now you got family members depending on you, younger people depending on you to hang in there, you got marriage friends, other couples that you've 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 acquired, you know what I mean, depending on you to hang in there, so it gets pretty difficult when when you want to roll out. But when did we come to the realization that um we would have sex with one woman? For the rest of our days?
1: Or did we? Uh, For me, it was when, you know, when you have bad sex when you're married. The first time you had that bad sex. <laughs> you know, you've been married long enough, you know, you just had that one time where it's like, huh, okay. You know.
0: Well, and I it's like,
1: do it. what, what are your options? You have no options. You either. Uh,
0: what do you mean you have no options?
1: I mean, you either, you know what I'm saying? You make it better. You either enhance it, the experience with this person, or that's it. And when I say options, I mean, you know, a different you know a different uh, different person.
0: Yeah, that's an option. Why is that not an option?
1: Nah, that ain't an option when you're
0: married, man. How is it not an option? People do it every day.
1: It depends on the dude, man. Some dudes can do it with no problem. Some dudes can't. You know, some dudes choose not to, so...
0: If you were to to say on a scale from 1 to 10, how many married men would you think do it? Realistically.
1: On a scale of 1 to 10, how many married men do what? How many married men have cheated at least one time?
0: At least one time.
1: I would say probably between 6 and 7
0: out of 10. over, Over
1: 50%. Yeah, I would say it's over 50%, definitely.
0: Anybody
3: else? Yeah, Tony, you know what? Yeah. As far as the sex thing goes, man, I think <laughs> I realized it when uh, it dawned on me, like, if you know, if wifey wasn't feeling it or whatever that night, I think it really dawned on me that I couldn't call nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when you're single, you know, you're not exclusive with nobody. Somebody is not feeling it. You know, you make a few calls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. yeah you know. It. When I was like, dang, I ain't, I'm short. i short. Not, not I have no more options. I mean, well, <laughs> right. no more options. You know what I mean? So no
2: more I, options.
3: <laughs> I think that's when I, um, you know, pretty much figured out, you know, this is it. You know, if she's not with it, then, you know, you got to deal with it.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. But that's true, though. It's true. But, but, but again, again, I respect that because I think that that's the right approach. You know what I mean? Because when you throw away the black book, I mean, there's a lot of people that kept that black book. It might be hidden in the in the back of the trunk under the spare tire. <laughs> inside the tool bag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got it. You know what I mean? You know where it's at. And there's always those women that feel that you're the one that got away. So they want that shot. That ex is waiting around saying, I know she's going to mess up when she mess up. Come on, give me a call. You know, so the temptation is there, the opportunity is there, but to say I got no more options is big. That's big. Anybody else when they realize that that was it, it's a wrap, no more. It's the last woman.
4: When you when you say uh, we you tell your boys, man, I ain't going nowhere. When they ask you out, and you're like, man, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I believe that was probably the toughest.
0: That's the toughest one. Yeah, yeah.
4: Cause you're so used to if you if you were on person where you just on the go, like you know somebody say let's roll, You'd be like all right, let's get in the car. I'm already in the car, ready to go, dressed. I meet you there. And then you decide, nope, I'm not hanging out anymore. You know, I'm married. I don't need to hang out at the clubs anymore.
0: Wow. I believe it, that's it. Yeah but 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 don't you still wanna go, even if like your wife could go with you?
4: Yeah, yeah, but it's the atmosphere, it's the all right, you you gotta deal with now you with your wife or you really gonna have a good time because now you went to the bathroom and came
0: back and, and and the guy over there hollering at you, now you ready to fight. <laughs> Okay, okay. I mean but but look, aside from that part just let's just say aside from that part, aside from the part of the outside interference, you think that you could possibly have a good time with her in a nightclub setting. I'm talking about the yeah. mind of a married man. Now you're sitting here, you got this one woman, this is your only option. Which but she's a guarantee. Yeah, but it's always that one.
4: In the club. That uh, you may get distracted from. your wife is going to be moderate when she dresses, and then you had that that uh, one that's not moderate. Or somebody, you know, you know, some women are bold where they roll up on you with your wife. by that's that's happened to me. Gotcha. You only see my wife standing right here.
2: <laughs> she rolled up on you with your wife, then? Yeah. yeah. You don't see my wife sitting right here.
0: Wow! Wow! So, 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 your biggest issue with that would probably be, again, like I said, the outside interference. Not just disregarding all that stuff and having a good time. I, I just want to know if, if it's possible. And the reason why I ask that because me, when before I got married, we would go, and y'all know this because I complain about it every week. We would go to the club all the time, and have a great time. And since I got married, we stopped doing it. I'm not saying I miss it, but I do miss the dancing and the music part, you know. The other part I could probably leave out. The getting twisted part I could probably do without, you know. But um, so what you're saying is if y'all could go and have a good time together, would it be possible for you and your wife to to do something like that?
4: Yeah, I mean, we, we, we try like once or twice a year to go hang out. But then after a while, you just don't want to be in that atmosphere.
1: Got it, got it.
4: Is born to you. That, and
1: sometimes it's good just to go by yourself with your boys, man. You get to get that time away from your wife.
0: I don't know about that, brother.
1: Well, now nah, what I'm saying is, you know, if y'all are under each other 24-7, sometimes you need a break, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but, you know, she, she break, needs
1: a, She go out with her girls, you go out with your boys,
0: and, you know, that's it. Yeah, but to an atmosphere like that, you got temptation everywhere.
1: Oh man, we live in D.C. man. I mean, I live in D.C., so everywhere is a club. Basically, you go
0: to
1: you go to Giant and it's a club. I mean, <laughs> as, far as, as far as the women coming in there the yoga pants and no panties on, and you know, I be seeing them Saturday morning. I mean, you know, whether you at the club or at Giant or at Bible study, man, they they be all over the place, man. You be tripping over.
0: Gotcha! 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 I want to stay on the intimacy part for just a little bit. Cuz uh, I know that um things changed. Things change in <laughs> in um and a lot of times it's, it's it's not what we used to. Quick, <laughs> are you laughing?
1: Cuz yeah. my birthday coming up in March if my wife says <laughs> something about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're entitled on that day. We all we yeah. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, um, mentally, mentally, as a married man, how do we handle rejection when it comes to intimacy? How does it work on us mentally?
2: It's tough because, you know, like you said, um, this is the woman you're going to, you know, I mean, you plan to spend the rest of your life with.
0: Um, last woman you're going to have sex with. That's correct. Yes.
2: And you know the rejection is i would say that it it gets bad when it's um excessive you know when it's repeated when it when it piles you know up on each other and you know that first one you know it's like oh you know she just ain't feeling it like it's cool but when it continues um that's when it becomes a problem and like you know the brother said earlier you you really I mean you should have thrown away your black book. Um you really can't reach out to any other lady, you know, in the ideal situation. So you just kind of just sit there, you know, sitting there looking at the ceiling like, okay, what do I do now? Um But I mean it's, it is I mean it's it's not easy and you know I think that I don't think that women realize how rejection really affects our ego especially when you know rejecting their husband I mean, it's different, you know, you're not the boyfriend, you're not the fiancé, you're not the long-term living, you are the husband. And she's just like, no, nah, I'm just not, no, feeling it, you know, repeatedly. And it's like, well, I mean, what, what happened? <laughs> you know, honeymoon night, we were swinging from the chandeliers before the honeymoon, was we swinging from the chandeliers, and then...
0: Because I think it has to change, like the brother was saying earlier. But I don't know if it always benefits us. You know, just like you're saying, looking up at the ceiling, but looking up at the ceiling is whack, especially when you came out of a situation where you didn't have to look up at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. all I'm saying. You had option one, option B, option <clears throat> door number two, you know. And now it's it's you have to. You know, the rules say that, you know, you have to be faithful, but then there's, and I think that, correct me, you know, if I'm wrong, but the looking up at the ceiling happens more times than not, correct? I mean, can I be wrong?
3: Hey, Tony, when you say looking up at the ceiling, just for clarification, you mean like not getting no sex?
0: Yeah, Rodney actually said looking up at the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you oh, know, the yeah. situation where it's like, and you said, okay, she ain't feeling it, she ain't, she, she, it could be that time of the month, it could be the baby's crying, it could be work, it could be stress, it could be all of that. But the end result is, you're looking up at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know that that's your only option, unless you step to the left, and then you got to pay for that later. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So is it is it is it would you say is a 50-50 shot of looking up at the ceiling or you got more opportunities? Is it better to how can I put this in the best way? Inside the mind of a married man, we understand what it is. But do we really accept it? And if we do, how long does it take for us to accept the fact that we've got this one woman, and we have to wait on this one woman, but that at same at the same time we're getting rejected make any sense
3: yeah i I say this Tony. I know with me um, like <clears throat> I mean I'm technically still new but it's been three years now, but when you know when my when my wife first started to Say, well, no, you know, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, gotcha. Dude, you you know what I'm saying? I always, I think I internalize it and thinking that she's just automatically jumped to, she's not attracted to me anymore. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Which is through a whole nother, just just do a curveball in the game. Because I'm like, you know, you want me to do some sit-ups in my gut? You know what I'm saying? What is it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. what in my uh, house. You know what I mean? So... (laughs) because the thing is you know and I know I wasn't right or whatever but you know before we got married I mean you know we was getting down you know we um, know. you know what I'm saying and then like after we got married you know we was still we still had a very healthy sex life but it was not like it was and you know so I didn't know well you know maybe now she knows that she just has it at her disposal you know what I'm saying she can get it when she want but I always felt like Until she explained to me, you know, no, baby, I was understand. I see you every single day now. You know, when we were single, you were in Winston, I was in Raleigh. So when we got together, you know, it was. But she's like, I see you every day now. Man, have a drink. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That guy said you in his house over there. (laughs) Man,
1: he's in my basement, sitting right here beside me.
3: (laughs) Adventurous no more, but I mean, you know, so I had to, and it took me a and I still deal with that sometimes. It's like, understood, you know, what is it? You know what I mean? So it's kind of a, you know, it kind of goes both ways, man. Yeah, I think you did yeah. the nail
2: on the head though. I mean, you said that, you know, it, she sees you every day, so I mean,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a
2: complacency sets in,
1: right? That's the same crap my wife be saying, man. We see each other every day now. Dealing with the bills and the kids and blah, blah, blah. You know, I like, oh, you know, I don't care. I still got that, you know, I still got that killer instinct I had back when we was, you know, only seeing each other every night and then, you know, making it happen.
0: Because it doesn't but, change for us.
2: Yeah, but but I, I actually disagree with that. Okay. I think that it can change because, you know, you get rejected, you know, only so much, and then you get to a point where, and I'm not saying stepping out or anything like that. I'm just saying that you get to the point where you really don't want to be rejected. So to avoid the rejection, you don't even, you know, push up on it. You just you just start your night looking up in the ceiling, counting sheep until you go to sleep. You don't even think about, you know, let me push up on it tonight. You get to a point where you're so frustrated and get so fed up with the mounting rejections that you're like, you know what, I'm going to just. Get my, you know, we just yeah. count some sheep tonight. You wow. know what I mean?
0: I right. I do. I do. I do. I do. So, so basically, um, and for those who just came on to the call, the topic is inside the mind of a married man. So basically, what you're saying is, now that your mindset is different, you have to change you, who you are. Pretty much, you have to change who 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 you are. When you when you say I have to be in a situation. Where where I have to accept the fact that I'm going to get rejected, that there's a possibility of me getting rejected. Now, of course, being single, there's definitely a huge possibility of you getting rejected, but you've got, you know, fail states. It's not the same. I mean, it's not not the same. same. Yeah, because old girl,
2: you know that you're dealing with, you know, she's not feeling it tonight. It doesn't, it doesn't hit your ego that much. I mean, it does, don't get me wrong, but it
0: doesn't hit your ego when your wife is like, mm, nah, no thanks.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, because she's the person that you depend on to still find you attractive. Right. Yeah, and to meet that need.
2: Like the brother said, I mean, the need is still prevalent, you know, and it does get some times where you're like, yeah, I still got needs, but it's it's not even worth the the hassle. And it's unfortunate that it gets to that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because what I'm hearing is that is that changes, changes. You, I mean, you have to make a lot of changes when you become a married man, and it's not just your responsibilities, but it's just your mental as well, <laughs> because you got to put it at ease a little bit. You got to put your ego at ease too, and your expectations at at ease too. That's a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean that that you, you would think. I mean that doesn't even make too much rational sense to lower your expectations with your wife. I mean, putting those words together in a single statement really doesn't. That doesn't even make sense, to lower your expectations as she becomes your wife.
1: But you have to, like, lower your expectations.
0: Y'all talking now.
1: You have to. Because now she is your wife. See what I'm saying? So she goes from being, you know, a girlfriend to a wife. And by saying wife, I mean now you are there every day that she changes. You know, when she goes through life events and when she gets older, when things happen with her body, you experience all of that. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, you missed out on all of that. So it could be something going on, you know, with her just, just going through the motions of everyday life and getting older. Now, if you wasn't married to her, then, you know, you wouldn't have, if you weren't around her that much, it wouldn't have that much of an impact on you. But because y'all are married, y'all are under the same roof, you see her every day. Every little change that she goes through, you notice. Just like every little change that you go through, she noticed. Some of it's natural. Some of it's uh, by life events, you know, it's just random stuff. And you know when it comes to a woman's uh you know vagina, anything can affect that thing, you know. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you I bought don't... the wrong potatoes home to make the French fries with.
5: So <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: know, you bought russet, I told you Idaho potatoes, you know. Oh well, now it don't work. You know what I'm saying? You be like, how in the hell a potato, me picking the wrong potato and stop that from working. <laughs>
2: And yeah. furthermore, brother, it's not even potato; it's pot- potato. Right? Yes. <laughs> why you call? Why you calling it potato? It's potato. You ain't getting none tonight.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> that just sounds like a lot of control.
1: Man, do you know how many times women? My, my I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just talk about y'all. Me, to me, I know I'm probably the only one going through this. I could just make a statement or something, and my wife would just jump to a conclusion or something.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, I didn't even say that.
0: No, you know, Why are you put
1: words um, in my
0: mouth? I'm not the only person going to <laughs> believe. Me. I was, last night, <laughs>
1: I am so not trying to argue with you.
0: <laughs> last night, to y'all. Man, we're planning this trip, right? And <laughs> and um, you know, I just said, you know, put a calculator to everything. You know what I mean? Because it's it's getting expensive. And I said, just put a calculator to everything that we're doing. You know? And then she said, okay, so now you don't want to go.
5: <laughs> what?
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that woman. Man. <laughs>
5: Where did
4: <where's your laughs> like,
0: Where did that come from? I'm going to hang out with my boy. Yeah, I want to go. You know what I'm saying? I, but just, you know, just put a calculator to it. That's all, because, you know, stuff is getting we adding stuff, and we forgetting the stuff that we got to put in. Just put a calculator to it, and then we'll, you know. And I didn't say we'll revisit it. I just said put a calculator to it. <laughs> She said, so you don't want to go now? Yeah, you know what I mean? And, you, know, now, you know, now now, I'm a, a spoiler.
1: They just jumped to that conclusion, man. It kills me. It's the overanalyzation. So, we, me, cause you know, me and my wife, we ride in together. And so, we were, we were talking about tendencies. And so, my wife's talking about some of the tendencies that I have that are unlike any other guy that she's been with. So, she gives me all of the tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. So then she she asked me, what tendencies do I have that unlike any girl you ever been with?
2: Oh, that's a setup. <laughs>
1: and I wow. told her I told her from the job. I said, I'm not telling you.
2: <laughs> Good answer.
1: She's like, why? <laughs> I mean, I could tell you. I said, so I don't care. I, I'm not telling you. And so, you know, we rode home for the rest of the way. She, she was arguing with me trying to get me to tell her. I was like, I'm not telling you. And I didn't because, you, know, you know, I'm damn near 40 now. So I'm not stupid. So I know that's a no-go. Yeah.
2: yeah, That was a setup.
1: Oh, that was so a setup.
2: But, I mean, from the time where she even, I mean, it was almost like she was planning to get to the point where you tell her the tendencies that she has that are, are, you know, compared to the other girls. It's like that she started, she went around a different way to say, let me tell you about your tendencies, you know, that you're so unlike any other guy that I've been with. Wow. only to get to the point where you let her know the tendencies that she has that are unlike any other girl that you've been with. Yeah, reverse psychology, right there. Exactly. Yeah. So you get to the point where she's like, okay, here's the big payday, and you're like, I'm not telling you.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: But that wasn't part of the plan.
1: Hey, you know what? I have to do that a lot with her. i like, no, I'm not doing that.
2: But I mean, from the time where she thought that scenario up, it was—I mean, either way you went, whether you answered it or you didn't answer it,
1: you were sure you were done. You were cooked. I saying, and way. me, I would rather always deal with the consequence of not answering than answering that question, because mm-hmm. I know how my wife is, and I know she would—it it would be some time before she let it go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I just think you said something profound. I think the brothers
2: might have missed that. I think we missed it. Because you just said that the consequences of you not responding or not answering is better than the consequences of you actually answering the question or playing the scenario out how they want it played out. And they don't understand that. They're like, why can't you just be straight with me? I'm straight with you. I'm blunt with you. I'm honest with you. Why can't you be honest with me? And it goes back to what you said earlier, jumper to conclusions is overanalyzation. Exactly. But they don't understand that. They're like, okay, let's be honest with each other. You know, we, we're here, we're cool, we've been married X amount of years, let's talk. And you get to talking, and you're like, wait a minute, that's, that sounds like a setup question. I mean, it's almost like lights flashing, or you know, a, you know the signs are just like in your mind, like, don't answer that. That's a setup question. And then you get to it and you stay on your ground. You're like, no, uh, eh. you know, this conversation, oh, I don't really want to answer that. Can we talk about, you know, the weather or something, you know? And then they get upset. Right. Up right. Wow. Then they get upset because you didn't play along.
1: Right, and that's fine. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that ten times out of ten.
2: Yeah. But fun? they don't understand that it's, I mean, it's a setup. It's a lose-lose situation. If you answer it or if you don't, it's a lose-lose. And they don't understand it. They think that you responding and being honest would be, I mean, would be a win where the result of of what you articulate may get you into some other stuff that you ain't really want to get into in the first place.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
2: I'll take that drink now.
1: Yeah, please. Cheers.
0: (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. I want to throw a question out there. On same on the same uh, direction as looking up at the ceiling. As married men, would we rather, in that situation, opposed to looking up at the ceiling? I hope everybody understands what we mean by looking up at the ceiling. That means you, you you're going to potentially get a blank that night. Okay. Um, would we? Would we rather her saying no to sex altogether or giving you the half-ass sex? Chore sex. sex. Chore sex. Chore sex. As married men. Now, I know single men, the answer would be different. But as married men, if we had to pick A or B, what would it be? A.
2: Nope. Flat out, no. Because the chore sex, I mean, what? I let me... It,
1: it, it depends. You answered that too quick. You ain't think about it. <laughs> I, didn't
2: I didn't think about, about it. it. I mean, it, it would depend. I mean, it would really depend on how long you've been, you know, without busting okay. one off.
0: Put a number on it. It's a week. Put a number on it. You're a week dry. <sighs> That'd be tough. That'd be tough. Here comes the weekend, and here comes that dilemma. Eight take 114. Take 114. <laughs> exactly. and, and my
1: wife it. always. My wife is always ready to take one for the team because she knows there's only so long I can go before I have to go on and make my move. Whether she's into it or not, you know, she just got to take one for the team.
0: Mm-hmm. Come on, we got some more callers on the line. Help us out, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help us. Is what? Will, will, will anybody say no to the just average sex? Anybody. Married man Married, Married man You're a your week, weekend, week dry A week dry And now she's going to say Yeah you can get it But I'm really not in the mood But you can get it Cool I'm happy <laughs> I'm in I'm, I'm tw- in 20
2: what? years in the business <laughs>
0: and 20
4: years
2: with one woman
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah but I mean Y'all are lying Because you're not happy
6: I mean What I mean, you mean Yes I am you're you're lying, lying. Out, man. You can't I'm, please, lying. I'm, I'm
2: You lying. can't Why be done? happy I mean, you'll take it. It's like one of them, like, ah, uh, you know, ah, uh, okay. It yeah, they right. may take you a little longer,
4: it may, but eventually,
2: she loves <laughs> so, you. She's
4: gonna get into it. I mean, it, it may start off slow. You may have to put no, it in a little work. No, <laughs>
2: that's
0: no,
4: not always the case.
0: No. They don't work that way, buddy. Oh. why not? They just—I'm just, just saying—most of them don't work that way. If their mind is made up, it's made up.
1: Yeah, no matter what Anybody you do, you ain't going to work just work anyway.
0: come on At
2: to it. I mean, unless you bring Denzel in or something, you know. You got to bring somebody in. with you?
3: Oh, no. You not get in the mood then <laughs> if you bring somebody
0: else with you because you got deeper issues. <laughs> kidding, kidding.
4: <laughs> man, don't y'all do that, man. Don't bring that other person in that room. <laughs> so, listen,
0: so listen, so listen. So listen. What you're saying is, A week dry, and then you get the chore set, and that's gonna do it for you. It's really a trick question. I'm just throwing that out there right now. Well, you only get three weeks,
4: so now you have two weeks in the month.
2: Talk about it. Okay. Talk about it. Yeah. That brother's right.
0: I and then you, you know,
4: you, this ain't the honeymoon now. Are you out? If you're inside the honeymoon stage, those first five years, y'all probably getting it in every night.
0: Five years, you better screw mm-hmm.
6: that up. It
0: yeah, it <laughs> it's a long honeymoon.
6: It's a long honeymoon. Get realistic. You it say it like two weeks? It <laughs> ain't. Most marriages yeah. don't make it past. <laughs> most marriages don't make it past two years. So. <laughs> right.
4: But um, when you get twenty years into business. You know, you got the kids stage, hey, we can't be loud. So you, you, you're you trying to, you know, be experienced. Let's, let's, well, let's get on the floor. That's not going to make noise. Gotcha. And then, uh, but um, you have that gap. But then after you go through that little gap window, everybody wants sex. You're not doing it every day.
0: So then so then to answer your question, yeah, the chore sex is, is is acceptable after a week.
2: Yeah, after a week, sure. I mean but like I mean the brothers are lying to say that they're happy. I mean they don't 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 put I know, that they're, on not that. I, no, I
0: know they're not saying that. No I
1: mean they they just no. Yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying that.
0: But 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 so so if you're getting fifty percent I mean you know that I mean that's that's one position minimum.
1: I mean, but it ain't all the time.
0: He <laughs> said one position minimum? <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Maximum? No,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, the take one for the team says, Yeah, it's one position maximum.
0: One position maximum. Just hurry up.
1: Oh, yeah, just hurry up. And I'm cool with that. But, but, now, but hold, on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, a second. hold on a second. The brother just said earlier, right, that he feels when he gets rejected. Feels that he's no, he may no longer be attractive to his wife. Right? Yeah, that but that's his like... Him down. Yeah. No, but that wears him down. That wears us down. We feel as though we're no longer attractive. Right. Right? Right. You see what I'm saying? So now you're getting the hurry up. <clears throat> how
5: does that make you
1: feel? That don't make me feel, hey, let me tell you something.
0: So man, be right I'm, with
1: just, me. I'm telling you, it, it's, it depends on how long it's been.
0: I don't care if it's a month and you yeah. get a hurry up, and no. it's not a quickie. It ain't a quickie, because a is right. different. This is a hurry up. I got things to do. Or I'm tired. I'm ready. Oh, I'm sleep. tired. Oh, you know I got to get up in the morning. Hurry up. Yeah. Or position maximum.
1: Might take my time. Matter of fact, I might look up at the ceiling before I hit, just so I, just so I last longer.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the benefit of, of being married. Hell. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's good.
1: I have not done that before. <laughs> By the way, and then she like, are you gonna, are you gonna, you know, get to your point? I'd be like, no.
0: Are you hanging in there for a while? Yeah. She's like, I got to go there. I'm
1: just, you know, I just, I'm just practicing. I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm just practicing. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's what Just
1: see, just see we're just see how long you let me go. Okay. All right.
0: So, so, here, so. Because, because,
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, because you know, sometimes, D. Hawk, yeah. I, I, you know. Yeah, I really do. I really could, though, care less, man. I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: look, we married. You just got to take it, man.
0: I got you. I got that. And I understand where you're coming from. I really do. But earlier I asked the question, when do we accept the fact that there's one woman left in this planet that we can have sex with, and that's all why? Just one. And what you're telling me is, now that you know that it's just this one woman, that now, if you get that, just hurry up and get up, get, o- get it over with. Yeah. That that's gonna be all right. To me, I don't really think it's all right if it's just the one. Now that's, no, that's right you using the, the wrong
1: words. You using the wrong words. you saying out, like, help
0: me out. Help me out. Help me out.
1: Saying like, is that gonna be okay? It depends on the circumstance. all Okay. It depends on the circumstance. If you're a man that ain't had it in a while, yeah, you ain't gonna care. If she get naked and assumes that one position, <laughs> damn about whether she into it or not. I ain't gonna give a damn if she act like she ain't feeling you or not. I think you know you, what I'm
0: saying.
2: I think you said the right word that time. It's okay, but you're not gonna be happy.
0: You're not gonna be happy.
2: It's okay. I mean, it is, you, you accept it. You'll take it. You know, uh, okay. But you know, y'all, define,
1: y'all define happiness. I mean, okay, wait, hold on. Let, let me listen. tell you let's like listen. this. Are you talking about two chains happy or Carl Thomas emotional happy?
0: No, no. L- let me ask you a question.
1: Hey.
0: Let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. So, so there's women, right, that that <laughs> I was listening to this to, to the radio earlier, and they were talking about sometimes you have to get into, you know, people that are trying to get into, the music industry, like women.
1: Yeah. It
0: said now it's the norm for when a woman is trying to get into the music industry. She got to give it up. She got to give it up.
1: Right. Wow.
3: That's great.
0: so, 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 and I'm glad you know that. So, so hear me out. Yeah. I want you to think about this girl that goes into a record producer's office.
1: Okay, I'm the record producer, you're the record and I know producer. she wants to be in the music industry.
0: Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and and you say, well, you know, I, you know, I can make you a star, but <laughs> this is what you're gonna have to do, like right now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, right. What do you think that sex is gonna be like for her?
1: I don't. I wouldn't care.
0: anybody 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 on the phone can answer that question. What do you think that sex is gonna be like for her? Hurry up and get over it.
3: Nah, because she gets something out of the deal. I mean, you know, she might try to make it in her mind and make it as enjoy it enjoy, um, enjoyable as possible. But at the same time, she's like, okay, you know, I'm getting something out of this.
0: Yeah, but it's not sexual fulfillment. No, it's just, I mean, I you know, well, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I mean, I mean, think about it. Realistically, your wife is getting something out of the deal too. The lifestyle.
6: Right. I, I think I think you, you might want to switch that around to a guy uh, who's being kind of bullied into that type of position by his boss, okay. being a female or what have you, but not that attractive of a female. Okay. All right. And, and putting you in that position and saying, hey, look, that's in CP slot open, but, uh, you know, there's some goals you haven't completed yet. Okay. <laughs> So so, uh, yeah. so so where do you go, and how do you handle that? How how does a man handle that? Like, I know it's
0: easy to say, well, hey, you, you know, it don't matter for a man, but yes, it does. <laughs> You're right. You're right. But for us, see, our ego kind of plays a part, too. Because just for the fact that somebody wants to give us some. You know what I mean, and then give us a raise at the same time kind of makes us feel good, even though we may
6: not want to hit it, but
0: still, it is. It. it is,
6: but, but now, you know, consider some women in your all I don't know where you work, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got kind of mind even saying that. And I'm like, you know what? i think it's about time to beef up the resume and, and get back to hitting the blocks again.
0: Yeah.
6: I don't know if I had to go. I don't know if I had to go for that position. I don't think I could take one for the teens, to speak about. Okay. I might not speak for all men, but I probably don't. Some of them might be like, hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a $130,000 job. I'm yeah,
0: on. yeah, yeah. I mean, some of us will do crazy things for money. Right. Women, too.
6: Hey, but,
1: but, but, am I, I mean, what about when your wife want to do it and you're not
0: feeling it? Now, you can now, if you can tell me when that happens,
1: oh, that has happened to me. You, you, like I was sick and tired. I mean, like really, I'm just like I can't even believe this. Like I can't even believe she would try to do this to me. Wow!
2: So you were mad?
1: No, I wasn't mad. I went on and just you know, I, but I wasn't. I wasn't there at all. I don't even I hardly remember it.
0: That's how rare it was that you don't even remember it. Yeah, I mean it. Only,
1: it has it only happened twice for me in this marriage I'm in now, and where I just I just went on and just just got through it and kept it moving.
6: Gotcha. And I asked "I said, you
1: good? You sure you good? Said, okay, cool. I'm gonna go back so, over here, being sick and go back to sleep. Probably you probably worried. made me sicker now because I'm sweating and everything.
2: Popped <laughs> 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 Molly. Um, well, you so you were saying that. You know you were you weren't engaged in what was going down,
1: no, it was like it was just like nothing for me mm.
0: okay, All right.
1: but I did it though, but you did it,
0: yeah, yeah, but then that's not a that charge because we're saying she did it too,
2: yeah, and that goes back to what you said earlier, Mr. Hoax, about the lady that wants the record deal. The executive is sitting there like, okay, I can make you famous, but you're going to have to take care of me first. Yeah. It was nothing to her. Yeah. She feels, you know, she might feel objectified or something like that, but, I mean, I don't know.
1: I mean, how many of us back in our single days, we got that one number that, you know, we, we, we can't let nobody see us with this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we know if we call.
0: Mm-hmm. It's good.
1: We, we, He's already in it. We're good. But we don't. no one can see this. Our boys definitely can't see this one. Mm-hmm. And never spend the night, and as soon as we're done, we're we already just as disinterested as we could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's same the same so. thing, man. It can't be,
0: though. It, but that's it, the point that I'm making. It can't be. This is the woman that we've married.
1: But look. You
0: can't be in
1: that category. Right? In the marriage, man, yo, why no. you can't get this, man? It ain't gonna I always be him saying in the background with Yankee candles lit and all this crazy stuff, man. Sometimes it's gonna be like, hey, I need to hit that. She like, I'm tired, like I understand, but I still need did. Okay, I be gonna get it, and I'm out the way.
0: You're right, you're right. But the brother said earlier, sometimes he feels like, and I hate to keep repeating this point. Sometimes he feels like he's unattractive to his wife. Yeah, because I, of those times.
1: I got that, and I feel that, and I can
0: identify with that. Okay. Mm.
2: I can't I identify you. that because I, I mean, can't. I, I can't. Even. I really can't. I mean, I'm a stud. I mean,
0: yeah.
2: you know, I was stud on day one, and I'm still a stud. 14 yeah. years later. Yeah. So.
0: And you ready on demand.
1: But it exactly. but it depends. But it depends on what affects your self confidence, though. Okay. Because I know my wife has a tremendous impact on my self confidence. Yes. Yeah. A tremendous impact, and so I have to make sure that I'm always telling myself, like you know, today you having a tall day today. You know, you having a big man day today. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know you got. You know I have to do that with myself. You know, if I don't. My wife, that's that's not her love language. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Her love language is clean up clothes and doing dishes and cooking. But, but let me tell you something,
2: brother. That's probably 99% of the brothers on here, the wives, love language.
1: But you said you ain't got that problem, Rodney.
2: No, but it's, but here's the reality is that that's not an excuse. Okay. I mean, it's not my wife's love language either, but it's not an excuse to just say, okay, I'm not going to give the affirmation and the encouragement. I'm not going to show the ego because that's just not me. I mean, that, that can't be an excuse,
5: right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And and and, and Ike, not to be picking on you because you're my main apple scrapple, but what I'm telling you is that <coughs> it, it,
5: can't,
0: it can't be the mindset that we ad- uh, adopt as a married man, that we just adopt the fact that, Okay, there's going to be some times where my wife is going to give me this half-ass sex. Excuse it, you know, but it's the only way I can break it down. Half-ass mm-hmm. sex, and then I'm going to accept it just because I've got no other option.
1: No, I mean, I'm going to accept it because I want it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> option, I, I I lost all options the moment I said I do.
3: <laughs> I, got,
1: I got. So it. there ain't no, you know, there ain't no... Other option with me, but uh, yeah, if she gonna get it up. Y'all yeah, gonna take it.
0: Okay, I'll accept that. Ninety nine percent of us will take it, but we're just talking about the feelings after. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like going to have a a digital exam that we talked about, and your doctor throws you a, a towel and says, "Now clean yourself up." Come on, man! <laughs>
1: oh, I can't believe you that back. <laughs> How the hell you going to call me a main apple Scrabble at one time? I'm not
0: talking about you. I'm just talking about how we all would feel after that. Because I felt violated when I went and had that digital exam. And my doctor said, now go and clean yourself up. I'm like, come on, wow. man. You could at least hug me. You know what I mean? <laughs> he said, hug me.
1: Go <laughs> oh, so foul. <laughs> mm. Who's the host of this show?
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't you know, need to man. Get,
1: you need to get control.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got a, I got a monkey wrench. Oh, I got a monkey wrench. What is the definition of failure for a married man? I think we I all think have one, a different one.
2: Yeah, I think that you, you, uh, we, we've, we've dissected one major one when you roll over and push upon your wife he says, No. And matter of fact, get off of me. Ooh. You know, get on your side of the bed, brother. Talk about failure? That's your wife. Not, you know, some chickadee, not Tracy from the office or you know, it that's your wife saying. No. I mean that's fail. Epic fail.
0: Epic fail. Epic fail. Hurry up. <coughs> Hurry up. What's taking you so long? Wow. Gotta be more failures. That's a deep one though. And I think that um we may not be addressing it enough. Because I know that it happens, like I said, more times than it doesn't happen. And I think that the fact that we just say, Okay, I'll take it, let's go makes it seem like it's acceptable, like it's cool. Man, it's really not because you're depending on one person because you only have one person left now. It's just you and her. That yeah. person has to be the, your your whatever. I'm not going to say porn star, but I'm going to say your sex goddess or your, your love-making partner because mm-hmm. there's no other option. No other you option. Know, there's no other option. You know? And when that fails... That's like having you know um um I don't know you you know reliable transportation that fails, and now you gotta do something else, but you live out in the boonies, and there ain't nothing else so you got, you got you know what I'm saying, can't catch the bus, you can't catch the bus, there is no bus, can't catch the train, there is no train,
1: now yeah, you call enterprise.
0: Can't call Enterprise the They'll come pick you up. They'll come pick you up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cheating. Yeah,
6: yeah. That's cheating.
0: Yeah. Enterprise Cheat. is cheating. <laughs> Getting the alternate route of transportation is cheating.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And 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 again, for us, that is, I guess it's it's it, it 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 it's a sign of failure. Because you have, we, we, you know, we failed. And the point is, we have failed the 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 ability to get our wife in the mood. Mm. Ooh, man, he's speaking on something now. You see what I'm saying? Whenever there's a "come on, hurry up and get it over with," that means there is a lack of interest that was created by some some, some something. You know, and for and for us to say, all right, I won't be long. Thank you. I won't be long. Let me just go ahead and you know do one thing. That's saying that we haven't exhausted, you know, for some strange reason. As I'm talking, it's coming back on us, which is wild. You know, but you know, now we can't get them in the we can't get them excited about sex. They're not excited about it the way that we're excited about it at that particular time. And it's
2: because it takes so much more them to get excited. Like for oh, us wow. oh, I mean for us it can take a look. You know, where with them it takes it, you know, it, it may take a a love note, a love text, um, some flowers, you swing by and pick up the babies and a gallon of milk and you got dinner in hand.
3: Man, it's it just, now.
2: I mean it just takes so much more. You know to get, you know to get them to that place. I mean it's 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 so emotional for them. And like the brother said earlier, you you swing by and get the milk and you get the wrong potatoes. Now you were trying to do the right thing by getting the the, the potatoes, but because you didn't get Russet or Idaho, like what mm. is normal. Now, now as far as I know, both of them make French fries.
0: Sure. Sure.
2: You know I mean both of them. I mean it may taste different, may have different texture, or may cook different. I don't know. Sure. But ultimately, you can't get French fries out of Russet or Idaho. So Got to it. us, it's like, what does it matter? I brought home the potatoes or the potatoes, you know, however you want to call it. So, why is that? How is this one little item ruining the mood? You know, for later.
0: So let me let me see if I'm hearing you correctly. So what you're saying is, we actually hold the keys to not looking up at the ceiling. If we pay attention to detail and put a little bit more work in, mm. is that what you just said?
1: Well, I, I told, I, I, I shot my wife's dream band. I told, I said all this whole different scenery talk and hotel rooms. I said you can forget that.
5: <laughs> Why you say you can forget that?
1: I said, man, I ain't about to buy no damn room just so my wife gets excited about sex. Man, the hell with that? Man. I said, you got to get excited in this place where I pay a mortgage. Mm. I, oh, play, I pay a mortgage. You know, we, we can't do everything we going to do in there because we got the kids. We'll kick the damn kids out. So <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask. Let me ask. There, there's, go, me. go ahead. Go ahead. Go
6: ahead. So uh, I'm a huge advocate, obviously, huge advocate of men being men, stepping up, doing your job, and uh, and in doing what you do helps to um, spawn a reaction from from your spouse, kids, people around you, because as a ripple effect. Sure. Um, so here's the question: the question is, uh, could there be, or can there ever be Too much weight or pressure that we expect from ourselves. Um, And in this particular case, I'll, I'll give a scenario of, say, a cold, simple cold. You dress, you know, you got the turtlenecks on, you got gloves on, you got the hat on, scarf, whatever it is that you do. Uh, you prepare yourself when you go out. You know, you make sure you're doing germ and all this other stuff that you might do to try to protect yourself, taking hauls, etc. cetera. Uh, but yet, during the season, you still catch the flu. You still catch a cold. Was an unrealistic expectation set on yourself? Do you now fall into a depression because you feel that you failed somehow, something you should have done better? Or is it? just the course of life, that, what I mean by that, and bring it back into what we were talking about, is could that woman simply just not be in the mood? Not not so much of what you did or didn't do. She's just not in
1: the mood. i think that's the case with my wife, because we've talked about that.
6: But do you feel, should you feel like, hey, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Should you feel like a failure because she's not a
1: Sometimes, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. And, you know, it's just natural to feel like a failure. You know what I'm saying? That just comes natural. Even though I know that some the things that she's going through is not her choice, you know, it's just part of her getting older and stuff. But, you know, yeah, I can't help but feel like, hey, man, you know, Man, am I losing it? Am I losing my mojo here? I said that, Ike.
0: That's right. What I was for you to say, I was waiting for you to say that. I was waiting for that.
1: Yeah, I, well, I, you know, you, you went about the wrong
0: way. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But, <laughs> look, 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 look. And guess what? Guess what? I, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any time you put the cookie on the table, I'm always going for the cookie. The hell with everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Is
1: that is that too much pressure for a man? It's a no, lot I of pressure for a man I because no. sex, sex for us is just such a an intense. As far as pressure is concerned, just an intense pressure for us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like you know we got to kill it. We got to we doing all the work. Just about you know you know it's it's, it's just so much you know. It's like we got to really perform. That's this. This like the world is watching.
2: So what? What? What does you know? We're talking about inside the mind of a married man. Um, what happens to your mind when she's laying there like a starfish, and you you know you're putting it down, and you know she's just like a starfish. And y'all know what I mean. You're
5: not putting it down. Context.
0: Just you're just putting it in. Let's let's not get that twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I mean,
5: what
2: does that what does that do to your mind versus when she's talking to you and she's telling you, she's like, "Brother, I mean, you, you're really putting it down tonight." And I mean, I mean, what does that do to the mind of a married man? And
1: you know what that does to a dude, man. If she, if she gives you that right there, I mean, that make a dude just go bananas. <laughs> Got
0: you. A whole other level, right?
1: Oh, man, she really get it good, did So
2: So the reality is that instead of saying, are you finished yet, doing those moments of you know, joy, sex, just going through the moments. Like um, breathing hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody getting a little hot. On the <laughs> so in those, <laughs> <laughs> so in, in those moments where she could she could get you off of her
0: quicker if she lies to you and tells yeah. you, like, mm, boy, are mm-hmm. wow, you tearing it up tonight? She got game right there. Be afraid of that woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. The I guess that's a woman that gets what she wants
0: All day long. <laughs> Y'all spilling secrets Y'all
5: spilling secrets
0: <laughs> Let's talk about another secret I'm going to talk about another secret Because we want to talk about um, um, I want to talk about that Looking up at the ceiling Taking one for the team Right I'm going to ask a question And I don't want anybody to answer this question Because you know this is being recorded And you will incriminate yourself If you answer this <laughs> Um, The question is, has anybody been married and cheated? That's the question that I don't want you to answer. Um, I will say that I have, okay? And I will say that one particular time I did it when I shouldn't have done it, okay, because everything was all right at home, but I just had the opportunity and I went for it. You were greedy. Yes, yes, yes. had the opportunity and I went for it. And... um, The feeling that I got after the orgasm was horrendous Because now it's done, it's too late, I can't take it back And now i got to go home You know what I mean? i got to look at somebody in the face that I didn't have an issue with That I just did something with just because That I did harm to Just because of my greed, like he just said And the question that I want to ask is how is that feeling after the orgasm when your wife tells you, just hurry up and get it over with? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Roddy, the question just came to mind. I mean, how is it? How do wow. we feel? How do we feel? Miserable. Mm-hmm.
4: Hey, man, I'm glad it's
3: over. What? That's how she feels, right? Ooh. Ooh. Don't <laughs> say it's mutual. Don't say it's mutual.
0: Ooh. <laughs> right. I right. I don't know, man. That's a rough one. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but, but it, it, it's reality. When we accept that type of activity, when we – and by accepting a thing, yes, okay, I'll go ahead and I'll hurry up. I'll be quick. You know, it 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 just can't feel good afterwards for either part, right. right? You know, and if we really think about how she feels, I would I would I would go back to the question, and I would prefer to just say, nah, you ain't feeling well. Let's just not do it, because I just think that the repercussions are too extreme, and they may, yeah. that may not sound realistic, but
2: yeah, but that goes back to, as I mean, we're all guys here. And if you were like, uh, no, you know, um, you're really not feeling it, I'm good. What what is what is her next uh, question or response going to be? Well, I don't
0: going to be anything from? because you didn't ask for it. Well, no, again, but what is
2: she going to say? It. You know, I mean, where where are you getting it from then? You know, if you if you literally like, and the brother just said it. He gave an example by how he really just was not engaged, and it was like, you know what, honey, just let's just get it over with, or whatever. But if you really turn and say, Nah, you know, if you're not you're not into it. It's not a big deal. Let's just get some rest tonight. How about that, honey? Where, where is her mind going to go? It's going to go to you're getting it somewhere else,
3: which or, is or she's going to think that you're not attracted to it. Exactly.
5: Mm.
0: Mm. Which is a bigger problem. Mm. But why can't it be like it? because you don't feel like it? That's why I'm saying no, I'm being considerate. Why mm. can't it ever why can't that just be good enough? Okay, honey, you don't feel well, okay we'll try again later. Because
4: mm. 'Cause you're a man, you you need it. That's in her mind. That's what she's
6: thinking. But that and and so and no abuse is death. I, I, you know, I, I was saying, I think, I think one of the reasons why to a T-O's question, I think, is because they abuse that. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, give you an example of my neighbors who uh, the the husband had to cut some hedges out. Front. He's lazy. She's the wife is always the one cutting the hedges. She does all the yard work, and uh, she got him, convinced him somehow or another to go out there and cut those hedges. He cut the he cut the heck out of this. He, yeah, I mean, and not in a good way. He, he patched him up. He he, he botched it, gotcha. um, but did it on purpose. So she wouldn't ask no more. So mm. I think uh, you know why don't you why don't you say hey you don't feel good because uh, you know so so we ain't gonna do this. I think because then you didn't say and say well. Okay, well this is that's all I have to do. You know, just pretend that I I'm have a headache, I'm disgusted, I have a bad day at work, whatever it is. Whenever I want to watch uh what's the what's the show, Scandal? Mm-hmm. Whenever I wanna watch Scandal or something, then all of a sudden I got a headache. At a bad yeah. day, at work. you know so they to use use that going forward since so they know it works. Yeah, why you
2: want to watch scandal, brother? You, you know you're just watching scandal for Carrie watching.
6: No, no, no. I'm not saying me. I'm saying the, uh, the, the woman, my the wife would say. Oh, uh, I got. You know, she, I, got she, I got headache. Whatever. Just because they want to watch. Not a, It's not even because they're not in the uh, in the real mood. They just want to watch something, or they want to do something else. They just don't want to be with you right now. <laughs> yeah, and if that and if it's that easy, just say hey. Well, you know what? Uh not feeling, or making up some excuse, and you go, you know, with your tail between your legs, and you'll see how often that happens. <laughs> do, do
0: Do you think that the reason why we're having this conversation? Well, we're definitely having this conversation because it's relevant in a lot of households. But do you think that the reason that we handle it with and we're all we all have our own ways of handling it we all have our own definition but there's definitely some uncertainty of of how we how how we react in that situation um but we do agree that it it is somewhat it can be disrespectful it can be degrading it can be a not a not good feeling but do you think that the reason why we handle it without authority um without a clear understanding of how to handle rejection from my wife is because of lack of marriage education because we nobody told us how to handle it make it any sense
2: Yeah, cuz i don't think that again you don't i mean you standing at the altar you don't really expect that from your wife you, never you don't it expect coming. it. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean it's blind I mean it blindsides you. So you don't expect that. So of course no one would teach you, all right, young man, you know, young husband, this is how you process rejection from your wife. Who nobody thinks about that? It's like that's my wife. She um you know, she's not gonna she's not gonna hurt me. Well
6: you know? think about it. I mean at, at the end of the day, this is uh, here on Jared, this is the closest uh, being to you right I mean this is this it's, this is as close as it can get to being you itself, right, and you would not reject yourself, so at least I hope not but yeah. um so getting a rejection from her is completely off the scale in comparison to rejections from family members, rejections from friends, rejection from strangers or society as a whole. Uh, getting rejection from your wife is the, uh, I mean, it's the ultimate. Yeah. The ultimate rejection. So yeah, I mean, that's not something that you expect. That's not the, the reason why you jumped into the relationship. And like I said, you not even tied the knot, you could have become so close, you become one, essentially. And uh, for you to reject yourself is, you know, it's the the epitome of depression.
2: And like you said, I mean, you you expect to be rejected from other people. Exactly. from society from you know coworkers your ball I mean it's you kind of expect that so it doesn't hit you as hard cuz I mean you are, you go into it like that's just how it is but on the flip side with your with your wife you don't go into it. you you're not thinking that way you don't expect for her to reject
0: you so right. so what you're saying is not to put words in your mouth um that we're not anticipating it when we're not preparing ourselves for what might happen because of a lack of education. Right. The reason why right. I say the lack of education is because you know certain things can happen in society if you're not educated. Certain things might not happen for you if, you're, if you have a lack of education. And when you talk about the job portion of it, if your job said, okay, I'm going to pay you more money and I'm also going to give you continuing education, we'll pay for that too, you're going to go, right?
4: Right,
0: right. But when you come to a situation in your marriage where it's it's something that will make you feel horrible if you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. But we're not yeah. prepared for it. So how do we get prepared for it?
2: Householdstress.com. But... You no, no, but you're, you're right.
0: You know, y- you and I were talking earlier yesterday about We've been on this fo- call for four years. Yeah. We talk about the people, there are people that we know, that men that we've invited to get on this call. Yes, still invite. And still invite. And I know a few that said no, whatever, and they init- and then they eventually got divorced. Now, I'm not saying that because they didn't get on this call, they got divorced. But then we talk about all the people that's been on that we still talk to, and they're still married. Mm. You follow Mm. what I'm saying? All the people that still come back, but they're still married, they're still hanging in there because they've they've tried to get some sort of knowledge from somewhere, some sort of something that can prepare them for. Like there's people right now on this call that are listening to this issue that haven't experienced it yet. Mm. Mm. That's deep. Right? But when it comes, they're going to be like, wait a minute. I remember talking about this. Hmm. I knew it was coming, and now they know it's coming. So now they'll be prepared to handle it. And I,
6: and I agree with you. And I think, uh, you know, to kind of sum up what you're saying, I think uh, before you invest in something, you ought to invest in the time to understand it. Yes. Wow.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that's big.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so 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 you know it. You know the the storm is coming, mm-hmm. but like you said, if you don't have the triple fat goose in the closet, you gonna freeze. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and let
2: me can I can I break that down a little bit further, Mister? Break
0: break it like it's never been broke.
2: Because mm. if y'all remember, y'all might have remembered. If not, check the archives. But I did a show on March of the Penguins, the movie March of the Penguins, and. You talk about the triple fat goose and, you know, making sure you have it in the closet. But in addition to that, the penguins, in order so they didn't freeze, they had to huddle together when the storm came. So when the winds were whipping, when the temperature was dropping many degrees below zero, the only way they they, they didn't freeze was they they huddled together. So, what I mean by that is
7: that.
3: Won.
2: Exactly. What I mean by that is, fellas, that going back to the topic, inside the mind of a married man, a lot of times we think we can do this thing alone. Mm-hmm. And the host just described how guys that both me and him, we could, yo, still doing the call. Is, this is year five. We've been inviting. Them. But now they're divorced. They're like, yeah, you know, thanks. Because they tried to do it alone. Whereas we we all we do is get here and we try to huddle together to 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 keep one another from freezing, mm-hmm. from failing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all we do. Because the bottom line is, you go inside the mind of a married man. We always think we, it's self reliance. What we talked about last week, you know, the kryptonite is that we think that we can do this thing alone, and you can't.
0: Can't.
2: It's yeah. impossible.
0: Can't.
2: And that, and that's the that's inside the mind of a married men. Think, oh, I'm married. You know, I made the commitment. I can do this all by myself. No, you can't. Because just as the host said, this now. This these issues that we talking, It may not have affected you. God bless you. Good for you. But that doesn't mean you're exempt.
3: If yeah. you remain a married
2: man, you're going to face it at some point. At
3: There's some point, the storm is going to come. You better be and
2: ready. It, yeah. Exactly cuz in the march of the penguin in the in that in that movie the storm came every I mean it was cyclical. It wasn't like that the penguins was just like, "Oh man, it was. it wasn't a storm this year." Well, thank God. It was a storm every year. Mm-hmm. And they knew what to do. Huddle together. Protect each keep, keep each other warm, keep each other from from freezing to death. From being out in the cold where you may be moving out your house, and you got to get an apartment because you you know you and your wife didn't didn't work out. Divorce is final. Now you now you out in a little studio apartment, and your wife and kids is in the house.
6: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I mean, I just, it, it's so no different than anything else in life, to be honest. Um, you know, this, it 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 can be it can be I should say it can be hard. Um, like anything else in life, it can be hard. And the less you know, the harder it is. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't know how to drive, uh, and you get out there and you're driving, and you know, it's gonna be hard to stay within the lines. It's gonna be hard to stay off the curve. It's gonna be hard to uh, to make a three point turn or anything like that because you don't know how to do it. Don't know, but the more you learn, the more experiences you have. I'm not talking about car accidents and things like that. I'm just saying the more you're involved in different things, or the more you hear about other people's mistakes or you see different things that are going on um the more cautious you are, the more uh preventive you are in your driving uh, defensive, if you will, in your driving, and you know the more you know, the easier it becomes, but the less you know, the harder. Harder life is going to be. Harder marriage, is be, unless you know. But uh, if you don't get on calls like this, if you don't uh, pick up the right types of books, <laughs> if you um, you know, if you don't expose yourself to marriages that actually work, yep. then uh, you know you're destined for some type of failure. It maybe it's not maybe it's not failure in terms of divorce, but it's failure in terms of a miserable relationship. You have more bad days than you do good days. Mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Yeah. The
7: other thing about the, the education and the shared experience is the fact that, you know, if you ever been on a road and, and, and asked somebody for directions, I know we all have GPS now, but you you're looking for a destination and you like, Man, I'm never gonna find this thing. You ask somebody for directions, they like, you know what, it's right down here, you make a right and a left and you'll be there. Well, if you listening to brothers on the call, you know that there is a a direction that you can go. You're not just out there wandering on your own. And it makes you get through it. You still might be going through, you know, the situation, but you know there's an end or a solution that you can, you know, utilize and it's helpful, you know, helps you to hold on.
2: Yeah. 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 And I, I saw a quote the other day, fellas, that said, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And some, some of y'all might get that tomorrow on your drive into work or whatever, but the more you know, the more you realize you don't know Because it's a lot of things That we don't know Will it be about marriage? Fellas it's a lot of things That you don't know about your wife mm-hmm. True.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of things She hasn't revealed them to you And why you Probably ain't ready anyway
0: well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly Because because they feel as though we're not mature enough To mm. know those things Mm. You know, I mean, sometimes we think we got it going on and, you know, we the man or whatever, but there's certain things that she hasn't revealed because our, our, our response wouldn't be a good one because of our right. immaturity. And that goes for all of us. Me too. There's some things my wife hasn't told me because maybe I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when... You mentioned you mentioned divorce, and um, there are people on the call that have been divorced. I'm one of them. Um, but when is divorce an option? Is divorce ever an option? Absolutely. It is. Okay. If yeah. if divorce is an option, are you going to get divorced? <laughs>
4: Never an option.
1: Well, not it in de- my book. It, it depends on what you're getting divorced for. Okay. Is it an option coming
6: in or just going out? Is it an option? Yeah. It, is
0: divorce? Thank you. Is divorce an option co- coming in?
6: No.
1: It's no. It's not? No, never an option coming into a marriage.
0: So when you're coming into a marriage, you say, "Well, if it don't work out, you know, we just go our separate ways. We'll try it out." That's
1: your.
0: I mean, that's if
4: you come in with the prenup. That's an agreement. If it doesn't work. Here's what we do: we separate. Here's a legal paper saying that um, it didn't work out. So this is what you get, and this is what
6: I get, and we go our separate ways.
1: Yeah, but nobody right. gets married just to get divorced, though.
6: So. Right. So is it is it intelligent? Is it really an intelligence decision? I mean, I almost have to think there's something, there's a mental challenge there if someone gets married with a thought of divorce. Because if you're going to get married with a thought of divorce, why would you get married? Why would you legally put yourself with someone else with their bills, with their debt? Um, if they have any or what have you, with uh, separating all of your goods at the end of the marriage, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you stay in a in a, a boyfriend girlfriend type relationship? It, it almost makes makes it make you feel like if you go with the thought of it, there's something mentally challenged about you. Got it? And that might be hard, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't
3: I don't think nobody, you know, what I'm saying goes into marriage with. The thought of you know I make a divorce I, my whole thing with that is man oh you don't know until you get in until you get put in that situation you you okay. find out your wife is screwing your best friend mm. sure. you're not gonna sure. say well divorce ain't an option sure.
5: right <laughs> <Sure>.
3: divorce
5: is <laughs> you know what
3: I mean so, right
6: so but going going in and saying the vows. Um, and, you know, the the litany of things that could happen and maybe have happened to individuals in the past, whether, again, it's been a boyfriend-girl relationship, previous marriages, or whatever the case is. Um, I mean, we're all grown individuals, most of us, I think, when it comes to by the time we go down the aisle. Um, So when we go down that aisle, all of these things are reality, right? These are things that could happen. Right, yes, We we're not dumb to that. I don't think. I I think we all understand it. If we if it hasn't happened to us, we know some individuals it's happened to. We've seen enough movies, or you know, heard enough sad songs, or you know, different things that take place. So we know that coming in that these are possibilities. Sure, we know that we can go broke. We know that there could be sicknesses. We know that uh, it's a possibility. If not, then we're fooling ourselves. It's a possibility that something could take place in terms of uh, uh, extramarital affairs. So knowing that, having that in your mind, you're still willing to walk down the aisle. You're still willing to listen to the vows. You're still willing to agree with the vows and say, I do. And you're saying, at that point in time, in your mind, you have no shadow of a doubt that divorce is off the table. Mm. Did I did I explain that correctly? Very well. Yeah. So so at what point in time
0: is then, an option? Does divorce become an
6: option? Or is it real? something new that takes place that we never thought would ever take place?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think if you're in danger, either, you know, violence or, you know, I think infidelity could cause danger as well. I mean, you're not, you know, I think that's something that could change that would make you put that on the table.
0: I get, that.
3: I get that. I get that. Hey, can I ask a question?
0: Sure.
3: Speaking of like divorce, uh, do you do you guys think that you know? Let's just say you find out your wife is cheating on you. Okay. And you know what I mean. And you forgive her, and you, you know you guys work it out. Do you feel like that? That's giving her liminally the right to do that again.
6: No. I'll be the first to answer that. No, I don't. I, don't I, I could see where someone would think that. You know, obviously that's going to be impossible. Something in your mind, but no, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you can afford to think of it that way and stay in the
0: relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all depends on. No. And it all depends on how it went down, how the person got caught, how sorry she was, the circumstances. You know what I'm saying? I think you know. Like, if she's really apologetic, it's something that just happened. It wasn't a long relationship. You, I, um, I mean,
1: I, I've been on this call for a little while, and I've said a few times. I'm going to see how many of y'all remember. Fellas, if I cheat on my wife and my wife finds out, what's happening to my marriage?
0: It's over. Oh. It's over.
1: If If my wife cheats on me, what's happening to my marriage?
0: It's over. Okay. Right.
3: I mean, you you know what, man? You can, you know, you some you know somebody can cheat on their wife. I mean, you know, you can stay married and you, you can stay married, and your marriage still be over. That's right. That's
1: and right. and me and my wife both have been married before, and we came to the table knowing that was the one thing that we weren't gonna deal with.
5: Right. Yeah. Not trying
1: to. We 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 just we just too old to try to live with that. You know what I'm saying? That both of us, you know, trying yeah. to. The you know then one person the person that cheats you know they always call and let you know where they at and all this crazy stuff. And,
6: <laughs> you know no, they I you know
1: they in every I, twenty seconds you know it's like now you don't have a marriage it's just like you feel like a prison warden with a prison you know. <laughs>
3: and, Man, my wife, we we um we came to that same decision. We straight up, she asked me. She said, "You know, if you ever find out I cheated on you." And it was an affair. It was an affair. She was like, "Would you divorce me?" I said, "Absolutely," because I I wouldn't be able to trust you. And she said the same thing to me, and we came to that conclusion. If it ever happened, and see, that keeps me on my toes because I'm like, you know, if I get this side piece and my wife find out, it's done. That's the, the rest. rest.
2: Yeah, but but wait a minute, wait a minute. You you said an affair, and and and, and what I want to do is is take that wanna slice that in, in, in two. Right. Because would it be different if you found out that your wife just, you know, got got you no know, do do smash one time. One time. Maybe it was Tyrone at the office, he just smashed one time she said, you know what, honey, I've slipped and you know I'm sorry and all this good stuff. Would it be different if her and Tyrone were having an affair versus Tyrone just smashing one time? Like, how would you feel? You know, what would go through your mind with those two scenarios? You you can, maybe you can, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you know that Tyrone only smashed one time. And your wife is like, I'm just, I'm sorry, it just happened. You know, blase, blase. Versus, Tyrone been smashing for 18 months. And you just finding out.
7: I think that's worse.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly, man.
7: That's real good. worse. Yeah, that means your wife is like a jump off
5: something.
2: What goes through me. the mind of a married man to find out Tyrone was banging his wife for eighteen months? Well, oh, I mean you but, but see that
7: I mean, if it was an affair, that means that you obviously weren't doing something, you were disconnected and you probably knew you Fair guys were on good terms. But if she just knocked somebody off on the side, you thought everything was cool?
0: Mm-hmm. I'd I, I'd be I'd be hot about that. And then <laughs> and then she's coming home to you one time a week, telling you, "Hurry up and get it over with, cause I got something to do." Right.
5: Uh oh.
4: Uh oh. now you're throwing some more salt in the wound, man. Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> you,
1: for, you know somebody. Uh, this dude, his wife cheated on him, and his sex with his wife, you know, the little bit he told me, it was terrible. She would only do one position. She wouldn't even give him the Father's Day or the birthday gift. (laughs) But to add salt to the wound, he found out she was cheating. She cheated. So it's like, dang, you do all this crazy stuff with him, but you can't do nothing with me? You know, what's the deal? You know, when they had a conversation about it, you know, it was just the excitement of it.
0: She came clean?
1: Yeah, she came. Well, no, she got caught.
0: But after she got caught, she came clean.
1: Yeah, after she got caught, she came clean. Wow. Could you imagine that, man? He took yeah. a back. I told Russell, you're a better man than me. I look
3: at it like this, man. When, you know, having an affair and cheat one time is two totally different things. When you have an affair, you got a completely different life. Mm. You're living two different lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything is, is mapped out. You know, we're going to meet at the hotel on the lunchroom. That's just <clears throat> complete deception, man. I just <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You got to get your lies straight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't think... I mean, you can forgive him, but I don't... I, you know, I think you can forgive somebody but never be restored. Right. I just believe that. And, it, I, it, you know, if your wife is having an affair, she has no... That's absolutely no fact, man. And, I, you know, I just don't think... And I think at that point, if you're doing what you're supposed to do and she completely, and she does that, you continually take her back, you you got some self-esteem issues with yourself, because you don't value yourself.
1: And, and, you know, and I think everybody has a, has a, has kind of like a different answer on that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know with me, and I know the type of person I am, and my wife, knowing the type of person that she is, you know, if we cheat one time, if I cheat on her, if she cheat on me, that's just something that we're just not going to try to deal with that, you know. And 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 that's different. That's different for every. That's different for the for the individual. Everybody's different on that because I know people that have cheated and still happily married. You know, they marriage survived it. So it's not saying that it can be done, but it's just what do you choose to do? So mm-hmm. are
2: you saying that if your wife cheated on you? that you just literally going on the internet looking through the yellow pages immediately getting to the, to the, you know find a divorce lawyer is that what you are saying
1: me right. yes i am yeah you? you yeah me yes so
2: you wouldn't you wouldn't reflect on what what was i doing or not doing to cause this you would be like you know what you know you screwed up with
1: divorce yeah i would because i know that me being the type of person that i am um, I, I don't think I could. I don't think I. You know, I don't think I could deal with trying to put the energy into trusting someone who betrayed my trust again.
3: Absolutely, exactly.
1: Because I can't get back to that level of trust, Rodney. Mm-hmm. And and you know, one thing about divorce, after the first one, after you live through the first one, and you see that hey, I, you know, I came through okay. It wasn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like hey. What do I cut my losses now, or do I go and try to find somebody else to just choose to be single for the rest of my life?
0: Yeah, but 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 then you got the hanging over your head. Now I've been divorced twice. Yeah. Oh, but I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, but he says that. But and you
3: and know, see, I don't, you
1: know, I, I have no problem with you're cool that because that it's at peace. Yeah, but could the mm-hmm. problem be
2: you? I mean, just like the whole thing, you that that puts two divorces on you. Like, I would you've literally gone through the process of yeah. divorce
1: twice. I will tell you this: after, if 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 I got a divorce from my wife, my second wife, then it would meet the chances of me getting married again is like me winning the mega ball.
0: <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. There's a woman that's gonna come by that you're gonna put a ring on that finger. No, like, no. Do, man. Okay, so listen. So listen. So listen. Do you love marriage, or do you love the idea of marriage?
1: Uh, My first wife, I love the idea of marriage. My second wife taught me how to love marriage once again.
0: So now that you love marriage and this marriage doesn't work.
1: Thanks to my second wife.
0: But are you still going to love marriage? Oh, hell no. So you're going to be that old dude talking about, okay, I ain't got nobody. I'm still trying to be, you know, I'm still searching. Well, what what
2: if your wife wife on the flip side, what if she was just being greedy? I mean, we know you, you're a stand-up guy. Or what if she was like, you know what, I'm gonna give me a little side, you know, dude on the side? You know, what if she was just being greedy? So you gonna just be like, I ain't never getting married again? And you were doing your thing?
1: Oh, so wait a minute. So what is the question? If I would get married again or if I would leave? Would you get married again? Uh that's an impossible question to answer. Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I, I respect you.
1: The that's only perfect. question I can answer is that I'm out the door.
0: Okay. So so Chuck said earlier that People can survive infidelity.
1: And keep in mind, I said this answer is different. It's based on the individual. It's what you choose to do. That's correct.
0: I honestly believe, because I've been talking to you for a while now, that you love your wife too much not to at least entertain what happened. I
1: love love myself more than I love my wife. I think that you would
0: at least entertain...
1: Yeah, I, agree with,
0: I agree with the host. It <laughs> would at least entertain what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Why did she step out on you? Mm-hmm. I believe it, Ike. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I want to know why, but on the, at the same time, I'd be packing.
0: And then you have a little <laughs> compassion when she tells you why she did it.
1: I mean, but if she tell me why she did it, okay, so what the, if someone, someone why they cheated, okay. Well, she cheated okay. because
2: you didn't reveal the tendencies that she has that other girls don't. That's why she cheated.
1: But what <laughs> but what, what can you do I'm drink to, that to guarantee that person <laughs> cheat again? Because
0: hmm.
1: there are no guarantees.
0: No what did guarantees. you do? Okay, so what did you do so, for them to cheat the first time? Exactly. Well, if this exactly.
1: person the first time and you find out, what's to say that it wasn't just one time?
0: I mean, we, you know, we. somebody said earlier people just don't get into marriage to, to get divorced. So do people just get in marriage to cheat? No.
1: No, not at all.
2: And the reason being is that somebody said, I don't know who said it, but cheating is for the excitement.
1: Well, that's for the women, yeah, it's for the excitement. Sometimes there ain't nothing wrong, they just like the excitement. The intrigue and shit.
2: Now, 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 you just said something there. You, you just said something profound there. <laughs> that your wife is seeking excitement.
1: I didn't say my wife was is not seeking me.
2: excitement. I'm just saying in general, in the so, abstract. That, okay. your, that that a wife, not your wife,
1: yeah, a my
2: wife, wife is seeking excitement. Yeah, yeah, she was seeking excitement yeah. outside of the marriage. Right, she was. Now, is it is it on us to keep that excitement or to bring the excitement back or is it mutual?
1: On on all honesty I can tell you now, my boy could have did better. He could've did better. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna even
0: lie. I'm glad he you said that. But 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 it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's real. I you ain't saying nothing we don't know. It's real. Yeah, but, <laughs> we don't want to talk about it.
1: But some women are just jump offs and you can't turn a jump off into a housewife. <laughs> and the thing is, man, you, you know turn if, into
7: a swinger. You know if you're not pulling your your weight. You know if you're not bringing the excitement. You know if you're not. But if you if you're doing all you can, and I'm getting on this call and I'm trying the best I can, and you still do it, I hey. mean it it makes it worse. Now if I was detached, if I was flirting with old girl at the office by a little you know, then 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 working things out might have a different meaning to it. you right. But you know it's all
1: circumstantial. Right, I right. mean, my boy, I invited him on this call. I invited all of them on this call. He ain't dialing in.
0: No, no. no. But their
1: marriage is like Afghanistan.
0: look, look, look! I'm gonna say something, and y'all might not agree with me, and y'all, y'all may not even like this, but I gotta say it, and it may not even be true. I read it somewhere. But you can get on this call. You can go to marriage counseling. You can you can go to church every Sunday. You can get get good with the wife's parents, the wife's girlfriends, everything. You can do all those great things. But if divorce is an option, you get a divorce. I
1: don't even understand.
0: Period. Yep. Period. I don't Period. even. understand. Period. I'm just telling you, man. If it's an option, you are not going to be able to weather any of the storms. Because you're gonna say because I want. you got to out. I don't understand that, d hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. you get okay.
1: it tomorrow. I, no, I won't ride it. <laughs> you get it on that drive to work.
4: You'll get it tomorrow.
1: you get it tomorrow.
7: What is that? So do we think about it? I got a get, bad many, line. I got a
6: bad line. Yeah, there we go. It's clear, though. So maybe not. So in getting into... In getting into a marriage, do, do we establish a list of things that uh, uh, things that will be unexpected to happen in that in that marriage? The reason why I'm asking the same that if uh, we don't get in uh expecting that we'll go broke, we don't get in expecting that. Saying about cheating, we're not we're not getting and expecting that uh, someone will get, one of us will get severely sick or ill or, or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So, is there is there uh, a list of things that we expect, and then another list of things that we don't expect? We don't expect, uh, obviously, we don't expect to get divorced. At least when we when we're when getting, we're not expecting. can I say that uh, he has at least one thing that him and his wife discussed and said, no, okay, this is where I draw a line. This is, this is not an option. So I'm, he's he going in, uh, he's going in with an, not with an expectation that this is going to happen, but an expectation that if this does, this thing is over. Do any of us have those items? on the shelf or coming into that relationship saying if this happens then that's gonna be it. I I at least expect that this happens, then this is gonna be it. I have I have my limit. <laughs> I have I have my uh, uh my thought on divorce. And what is that? For it sounds like for a few of us it's infidelity. Yes. It's gonna be our our kind of uh, our, our threshold. That's where we. That's where we hit the ceiling. Is there anything else, or is that pretty much it for marriage?
1: For us. This that and uh, physical abuse for me and my wife. Those are two things on our list. I
0: I will make a confession. Um, I have been just like Ike. Not too long ago. And I said, any infidelity, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been working on that, and the reason why is because I'm trying to get better at understanding and 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 patience and things of that nature, and and just trying to be a better husband. Mm. Um, and for me to say that. I don't think that it's really giving the marriage a chance because things happen. Now, um, I'm not going to definitively say if my wife cheats on me, I'm out like I used to because I would have to cross that road when I get to it. Hopefully, I never get to it, but I would have to cross that road. I've at least graduated to that point that I would cross that road. Now, again, I may still roll. But I'm not going to say that I'm a role, and for me it was huge um, mm. to even get to that point. You know what I'm saying? But we don't know what's going to happen until it happens. Wait, but, but we don't. You, go ahead. You're
2: trying to beat the odds because you know you've already been divorced. You know we've explained that. Sure. Um, and the yeah. odds are the the second, the third marriage, like your odds decrease for successful. Longevity in marriage So you're trying to beat the odds Yeah. You know to say I'm not going to be a divorce statistic Because that second marriage You know Your your odds of remaining A married man go down Because you've been divorced Before Mm -hmm. Been through the process Mm
5: -hmm.
2: And I mean if you You know I drop a monkey wrench Right in there What's inside the mind of a divorced man Ooh. Cause I mean I I've, I've never been divorced. I don't I I couldn't articulate or explain or expound on what's inside the mind of a divorced man. I know y'all are remarried now, but what's the different dynamics between the mind of a married
6: man and the mind of a divorced man? Well, you know what, and I'm not either. I'm not a divorced man, but before someone else answers, because um, I don't want to kind of. Uh, for my my uh, thought process on other answers. So I just want to jump out there first. That I think it may be a mistake to have have that being a question on your mind in terms of whether or not you're divorced or you've never been divorced, whether you know you're a married man or you know, have been a divorced man or what have you. Because I think divorce Quickly indicates the past, yeah but i I think don't get me wrong, I know there's experiences I know things that you can learn from from that, but I think if you're saying what are the, well okay maybe maybe I should back up, maybe I'm jumping the gun because i'm thinking I'm thinking about remarried men who have been divorced versus maybe someone who's on the call right now who's just simply divorced i I think that would be a difference because if you're in another marriage, I think. Reflecting back on your previous marriage in some ways can be a mistake because that's not the same woman you're married to now. So, bringing that baggage in can be a mistake. Learning from those lessons and bringing that knowledge, that wisdom into the relationship could be a benefit, obviously. But, but I think you tread a very thin line when you start thinking about what happened to you in your past relationships. Mm, mm, mm. Um,
0: Good words Um, The mind of a divorced man It is Not a good feeling (laughs) The word failure Comes into play No matter what happened Whether it was her fault Your fault As a man As the head of that family The word failure comes into play Then you have to figure out what's next. You know what I mean? Because now you've got to find someone else because nobody wants to be alone. Then you've got kids, maybe, that are a product of that failed marriage that you have to deal with now. And that's a long-term commitment, financial commitment, mental, (coughs) mental health commitment for them. Um how they feel about what happened and how they're gonna get past it and move on, so there's a lot of things it's just not a good place to be and then even trusting the next person is gonna be a struggle. You see what i'm saying it's it's it, it's it, there's nothing good about it i don't even- i don't care if it's again if it was an abusive relationship, whatever the case may be, and you were being abused, were cheating on you. Even the fact that it's over is still rough for you because now that you – one guy said on a call that once he got divorced, he, he didn't know who he was going to have sex with. And we don't think about that. You see what I'm saying? Because if you've been in a relationship where you've been married and you've been having sex with one person and now that is dissolved, now you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? I had a guarantee and now I don't. Now i got to go take applications. i got to go online. i got to go to the – to the club, I got to go find somebody I got to see who they are, if they're lying to me If the picture on the uh, on the uh, Website is fake You know, there's a lot of things that you have to go through When you're dealing with A divorce You know, so I hope I've answered your question if There's nothing good about it mm-hmm. Nothing
1: You know uh, Just to give my little two cents there When I was first divorced, I didn't care I was very apathetic Um and uh, I was I was pretty ruthless to the women as far as emotions. I just didn't have any emotions for them. And when I met my second wife, Rodney, to tell you the truth, I was angry. I was angry that I found someone that I wanted, that I possibly wanted to spend the rest of my life with again.
5: <laughs>
1: wow. I was very angry about that. And so we had to deal with that, had I had to go to counseling for all that and everything because I had just made up my mind I hadn't no win the hell I'm getting married again. It's just not gonna happen. And so, you know, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't easy. It was not easy.
0: So so now Ike, in saying that, you and I both have been divorced and we just talked about, you know, the tragedy. Because it was a tragedy. Um, we got out of it though Thank God we got out of it And we're here to talk about our new wives Which is a beautiful thing But to go through that again Because somebody slipped up You know what I'm saying You gotta at least entertain why it happened Well that- maybe
1: you already on the path Of going through it again Because they did slip up Who slipped up because maybe you already on the path for divorce because your wife already did slip up.
0: You talking hmm. about my wife? No no, no. no, no. You know something I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> So
7: do tell. All <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: right. You're about to hang up the phone You yeah, Right. <laughs> go, look, I'm getting to oh, make you no, stand. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. ready to move some furniture in this house.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is if your wife, if, if not your wife, but I'm just saying if any dudes who's been married the first time, if your wife cheats, then just the fact that she cheats already puts you on that path of divorce. Now whether or not you choose to go down that path. That's that's every person is different on that choice. Some people like me gonna sprint down that path. Sure. sure, Some people gonna take their time and try to figure out why. Some people will try to say, I mean so it just depends on the individual.
0: Yeah, but is it a level of maturity that you get to when you when you have to make a decision like that?
1: Well yeah. I mean after you go through your first, first divorce, yeah, you have a level of maturity. I mean but you don't fear divorce. You know, I, I don't fear divorce. Divorce is not something that I'm scared of. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not something that, you know, uh, I'm held hostage by. Like, oh, my God, I, you know, I, I have to get a divorce now. You know, if, if if I'm at the point where I'm thinking about actually going through and filing a divorce with my wife, then I need to have a divorce.
0: Mm. Gotcha. gotcha. I haven't asked a question in like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But I have one.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: How does a married man define unconditional love?
1: (laughs) A man supposed to love his wife like Christ loved the church. That's how I, I define it
0: we can't say that cuz we ain't been saying that on this call tonight.
1: Oh man. <laughs> but you know that it's You know time. that time. Yeah, he can say it. Is it now. time? Is it it's time?
0: time? Yeah. It's yeah, time. I I, I, it's just, time. I just I just I just I just think that I just think that we haven't really taken it there tonight. Because there's still conditions. Which is crazy It's crazy, and I know it's crazy because you know Adultery is an out. It's an out. You know, and there's some other things that for us we all have our own deal breakers. That's an out. You know, you go spend like you may have a wife and you may be frugal and you watch the money and you and you got it under control, you got the savings, you got retirement set aside, everything. And then your wife goes on a trip with her girlfriend and spends all the money. <laughs> For you, that's an out. or divorce, You're done. So everybody's got their breaking point. You see what I'm saying? And some people can 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 weather weather right. infidelity because you know in a previous marriage they they were that person that said, "Please forgive me. I cheated."
6: Well, yeah. So let me just use the word "can." Um, is it is it they can weather or they will weather? And
0: and and I guess that is actually the clarification.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: What will you do? We know you can. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We know yeah. you can weather it. We, exactly. You see what I'm saying? So that there there goes back to the: if divorce is an option, you're going to get divorced. If mm-hmm. divorce is not an option, you can weather whatever storm is being thrown at you. I'm not saying I can. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's me. I'm just saying there are some people that's 50 years in, and within that 50 years, they have weathered a lot of storms and definitely infidelity. 50 years in, that man was doing some cheating back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt. Because 20 years ago, women, was uh, they were like, yeah, I know he's cheating, but, uh, you know,
6: that's what they do.
5: Mm.
6: <laughs> but... Uh... When you go down, when you go down, when we go down the aisle, Ow. do we make a statement to expect the unexpected? No. it's not a statement that we make when we go down the aisle?
0: I don't think mentally it is. No. I don't think mentally. I don't think we're aware of it. And where do the vows
6: come into play?
0: I don't know. And that's why I asked the question in the beginning. Mm-hmm. when do you realize that you're married? Right,
5: right, right, right,
0: right. You see what I'm saying? Because in the beginning, you I mean, you know, you don't.
6: I didn't. Are we caught? Co- yeah. So, I mean, co- coming, and this is in general, obviously, because each, each man is different. But uh, I guess bringing it back full circle to your initial question, um, do we are, we, are we going into this? because of the bells and whistles, because we're I hate to use this loosely, but because we love, if you will, or uh, how, how why would we why are we so blind? Why are we so ignorant even though we're so intelligent? Why uh why do we not expect the unexpected especially after it's verbalized, it's not only should be mentally, but it's verbalized in the about that we're saying we expect the unexpected, and we're okay with
0: that. That's what we're saying in the Kind of crazy because it sounds like we're walking the war without a gun.
6: Mm-hmm. Right. Right.
0: But, but we showed up to fight.
6: But we showed up to
0: fight. We signed up. But we and don't know. It, we we don't know the next step. I think we it, don't know. It, we have no idea
2: who the enemy is. Go ahead. Yeah, I th- I just think it. You know, I think you touched on a little bit about how. Mm -hmm. You know, we're blinded by love. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, you know, thinking of um, the unexpected or, you know, the pitfalls, you know, especially not when you're in your tux, you're partying. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're on the honeymoon, you're swinging from the chandelier. That's the least of your worries is to think that something could go awry. But
6: going um, back to a can and will mentality, this is... uh, this is this is not so much that we're blinded, but that we choose not to look at it. Exactly. Because we're in party
2: mode. Exactly. And I'm glad that okay. you said that because I'm going to tie it back to what the host started with. And he just mm-hmm. brought the question up again. Is that he said, when do you realize that you're married? Mm-hmm taking that a little bit deeper, I think we've been talking about only the paperwork, the ceremony, the mortgage, the bills, the kids, all of the stuff that comes with, with marriage. But when do you realize the responsibility that you have to your wife and to your family? Similar to what the brother said about you know, how we're supposed to love our wives like Christ loved the church. So when do we realize that we're married to that level? Above and beyond the paperwork, the the marriage license, the preacher, the ceremony, the honeymoon. All of that stuff that goes with marriage. But when do we realize the responsibility that we have as married men? or do or, or, or do some guys never never get to that they never realize that 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 part of
4: it a lot of men don't realize that yeah they, they never get to that
6: point, yeah, I and mean, then I think the other one's it's not for them I think it's not a matter of um, when do you realize it the question is when do you forget it
5: mhm.
0: Mm. That's good too. That's good, but I think that's 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 next level. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. I think you have to realize it first.
6: Sure, exactly. I think
0: the realizing is 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 the challenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Shardy had this one song, and I don't know the name of it, but it was like, "I love you like a child. I love you like I love a child." And Mm -hmm. as as men, we all know how we love our children, especially girls, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's unconditional. I mean, when it's unconditional, it is unconditional. Mm -hmm. They can actually be a teenager and walk the streets and be missing for three or four or five years and we will take them back and love them again. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. unconditional. We'll be searching the world up and down for our child. Where did she go? Why can't we find her? What is she doing? And bring them back in and say, I still love you. I still love you. I still love you. But when you talk about a wife that you've devoted your whole life, we we have a hard time transitioning that type of love into a wife, I believe. I could be wrong.
2: We do because, you know, like you said. I mean, you have a a child, and you really can't. There's no. You you really don't even think about divorcing your child, and there's no. I mean, you can just you know just disown a child and stuff like that, but you really don't think about that when they mess up. Yeah. Like that's that's the last thing, and I think you said that earlier, Mr. Host, about how. Now, if your wife, if infidelity comes into the picture, you're not going to immediately go to the divorce lawyer. No. Whereas if your child messes messes up, you don't even think about, (coughs) I mean, you may get to that point, you may still kick them out of the house or, you know, be like, you know what, I just can't deal with you anymore. But it's really not your first thought as your, you know, the child-parent relationship. Whereas with our wives, you know, something comes up. We got this checklist, as somebody said. We got this list that if you do this, this, or this, you're gone. But we don't have that same list with, you know, our children. No. No. And you look mm-hmm. at what the brother said earlier about how we're supposed to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And you mm-hmm. look at how we, as individuals, that we cheat on God every day. day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't divorce us.
5: Mm-mm.
2: He doesn't say, you know what, Rodney? You know, you've been sinning a little too much, brother. So, my, You're I'm washing my hands right. with you. You're I'm, right. I'm done with you. I'm through with you.
6: All right. He takes he's us talking on the about back. you right. Yeah, he's talking yeah.
5: about you with me. <laughs> <laughs> Both of <them>. us. <laughs> Both of us. Both of Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he takes us back every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And we cheat on him every day, seven days strong, because yeah. we're human. I mean, it is what it is. We strive for perfection. We're, we're, we're striving for the ideal, but we're living in the real. We're, we're
0: fleshly humans. Wow. But he takes us back. And that's and that's and that's that's a mature statement you just made. And that is. I mean, that's a goal for me. That's a goal for me, honestly. I may not ever get there, but I want to be close. I want to be that guy that says, okay, I'm getting closer to the unconditional peace. You know what I mean? Because I've been through the divorce. I already know what that's about. I know what it's about to quit. I know what it's like to walk out. I know what it's like to cheat. I know what it's like to be dishonest. Been there, done that, got a T-shirt, and the T-shirt is worth absolutely nothing. You know, but that is a tall order for any married man on this call anywhere to love your life, to love your wife that way.
2: But well, you just said that you just took a step in that direction. You said that you're, you, you, you change your, your, which, like how you would respond if your wife cheated.
5: Yeah.
2: You said before years passed, I'm out the door. Months. I Ain't got time for this. Two months. Too Not much. Months. <laughs> months. Oh, <laughs> and now, and now, if infidelity—God forbid—if infidelity comes in the picture, you're willing to sit down and really entertain the fact, like, how can we fix this? How can we make it right? And forgive her. I mean, that's a huge step, and that—that that is unconditional because that's what we—that's the—that's what we do to God every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we mess up every day.
5: every day.
2: And he comes back and we say, Lord, forgive me. He's like, okay, clean slate as if you yeah, never right. even did it. Whereas with us, you're going to remember if your wife cheated on it. you. You're going to remember that to the day you die. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Period. You're going to never forget that.
0: You'll never forget it.
2: But with God, he said, you ask for forgiveness, slate clean. Okay We're watching the game today What are we doing today I mean it's like a, You get a new You get a clean Fresh slate As if you mm-hmm. never did
0: anything Well you know it's, it's 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 For us It's I mean The word says that To forgive It's, a, it's as if It, is, it never happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard For us For mm-hmm. just the human race It's hard for us To If we've been wronged to just wipe it away I don't really know if anybody's that strong maybe there's some people that you know that are that strong but it's always going to be a sore that can be opened very easily with most of us mm-hmm. you know So that's,
6: yeah. go, ahead, go ahead go ahead. yeah so I'm going to say as, when you when you talk about that forgive as if it didn't happen um, you know that's, that's a that's a completely different thing than saying forgive because now it's never happened yeah. Right. So it did happen and the actions that you display going forward, that's where the as is, it never happened. Uh, the actions that you display can't be reminiscent of the fact that it happened. Mm. Right. So so you have to now uh even though you remember, you know, your your mind isn't white clean, not that way. Uh, it's in your, it's in your, it's in your mind. Uh, in some cases, it's in your heart. In terms yep. of the pain and stuff that you have, and day by day, maybe you know you're able to release a lot of that stuff. But uh, your the goal is that your actions every day, uh, or every opportunity that you get to display them, your actions do not line up to what happened to you. And that's Got not only in divorce. That's just in life as, as a whole. Anytime someone does you does you wrong, you know you often hear that it's it's uh, it's gonna free you more than it the free them. Yeah. Yep. Um, so working on those actions, and you know and that's a when you look at Paul, Paul says you know that's the that's the kind of kills this flesh every day. Yeah.
5: That's every, that, you know that's not yeah. something that goes away.
6: And he was you know he called himself the cheap apostle. Right. He wrote two thirds of the of the of the New, of, of the, uh, of the, the New Testament. And at the same time, he says every day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, and think about this: he said every day I gotta kill this this old flesh that's messing with me. And he wasn't married. And then he says, then he says then he goes on to say that, uh, "I wish all of you would be like me." And he said, "Marriage is a distraction." So he's adding mm. to it. If I have to be have to kill my flesh every day, he's adding to it and saying if you're married, that's why I wish all of you would be like me to some degree. Now that you're married, there's it's an added distraction.
0: Mm.
6: mm. So you almost gotta kill your flesh every hour if I gotta kill mine every day.
0: Wow. So 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 in saying that in saying that and recognizing that the battle is with the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me for laughing. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm <laughs> gonna bring, I'm gonna bring, land this plane. Y'all don't even get it. So, so, so in saying that the that that the battle is with the flesh, mm-hmm. and not with the individual. That being the wife, right? So when those times come back around, when she tells you, "Well, hurry up." And just get it over with mm. You know that the battle's with the flesh So then you then can say Well no honey It's not going to be a good time It's not going to be beneficial for both of us So let's just wait mm. You see what I'm saying That's So now true. you're like wait a minute yeah. The battle isn't with her Because she just isn't mm-hmm. in the mood The battle right. with me with me now Is transferred over to my flesh can I wait and fight my flesh till it's time?
6: Mm-hmm.
0: And then instead of having sex, we're going to make love.
6: Mm-hmm. And it, it, absolutely, because then one of the fruits of the spirit is temperance, right? You're yeah. having self-control. Mm-hmm. I have the ability, I have this power. I'm, I'm empowered, if you will, as, as a believer, having... Um, God's spirit resting on the inside of me. I have this power to have self control, to make that exactly what you just said happen. Wow. I'm not subjected to my flesh.
0: Wow. Wow. So then so then we think about tiny increments opposed to t- taking steps to loving our wife like Jesus loved the church, which is mm-hmm. all order for all of us. So we take ever. steps. And I think the first step would probably be to try to love her like you love this child that she gave you.
2: Or, or let me help you, Mr. Host, to just rewind. Yeah. Everything that you said, and just just just, just take a a, a whole other side of this thing.
6: Well, I, I'm sorry, Rod. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just didn't want to lose uh, Tony's point on that because that was pretty profound.
2: Go ahead, uh, go ahead. When when I'll
6: come when back. He, when, when he said, yeah, don't forget your point because I'd hate to do that to you, but but I, I don't want to miss what Tony just said because he said uh, loving that child. And often loving that child, we're talking about loving that child, we love the child more than we love the woman who helped give us the child. Yeah. Mm. And when you Stop. equate that to God, that's some powerful stuff. Stop it! That we love those things more than we love the One who is able to give us those things, and that boils right down to the heart of this whole conversation with that comment that that Seahawks just made. Of uh, you think about that, we love that child, like you said, unconditionally, blah blah blah. But as soon as the wife makes a mistake, then it's a big to do. Uh, but how can we? How can how can we honestly love that? child without loving this wife even the more. As a matter of fact, that's the order, right? It's the it's father. The yeah. father is the head of Christ, Christ the head of man, man is the head of woman. Um the order of the house is man, woman, children. How can yeah. you how can you how can you jump over it's it's almost as, it's as, as impossible as jumping over my grandkids to spend time with my great grandkids. Well, I can't love great grandkids because I don't have any until I have some grand. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad, I'm,
2: I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because that's you actually helped me make my point. Oh, yeah. Because what I was going to say is that is the goal. Is the goal to. How do I want to say that? Is to not feel like you're married. And let me help you. Is the goal to feel like you're still dating, however, it's your wife? Mm-hmm. And some of y'all may not get that, but what I'm talking about is that, okay, we said I do, we've got the paperwork on and we got mortgages, we got kids, all of that. Mm-hmm. But is the goal, and I think Tony asked this several times tonight like, when did you realize that you were married? Maybe you shouldn't realize that you're married because that's when complacency sets in. Maybe you should be like, I still need to woo this woman. I still need to date her. I still need to give her chocolates and fresh flowers and write her mm-hmm. nice text messages and, and post-it notes in her lunchbox like you did mm-hmm. when, when, when y'all were dating. So it's the goal mm-hmm. to, to 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 just rewind and say yes, legally, we uh, hypothetically, fellas, that you think about it from the standpoint that you're not married, and that way you get in your mind that I still need to focus on getting, getting this woman,
6: wooing this woman,
2: mm-hmm.
7: loving
6: this woman. Absolutely. I, mean, I think if you're looking at, uh, I mean, one thing's for sure, right? You can't look at, anything from the world's perspective. The in the world, not of the world, right? So you can not look at it from a worldly perspective. And a worldly perspective obviously is hey, well us state, let me figure out if you're the right person and you know, seven years down the road is, you know, if the state doesn't have common law marriage, maybe we will end up getting married. Uh and that's kind of a a worldly perspective on marriage, right? Let's let state figure out whether or not we're the right person. I think the, the the other side of that, uh the opposite way of looking at that is uh, you get married to date. You don't date to get married. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you real quick on the approach that I took with my wife. On our first date, when we went uh, walking, um, we were in Florida, and we went down Bayside, if anyone knows we had said in Miami, and um, I tried to take her to a jewelry store on the first date. She loves telling the story uh more or less trying to make fun of me but it is what it is, I got her. But uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the paperwork on her. Uh, <laughs> jokes on her. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, that, that, that the first date I started to think of the, the jewelry store. She didn't want to go into it. She had been married before and didn't want to be uh you know, kind of in that situation again. At least she wasn't thinking that she wanted to be in that soon. And uh, you know, I call her attitude whatever and uh, you know, I was pretty much shut down for the rest of my trip, other than be there for the weekend, and uh, and I came, you know, just came back two weeks later. You know, I had her singing the singing the same song, singing the Barney song, if you will, uh, "I Love You, You Love Me," a <laughs> big happy family. And uh, and then, you know, a few short months later, we were married. Uh, but I had read a book before called "I Kissed Dating Goodbye" by a Maryland author, actually, uh, Pastor Joshua Harris. And that was that was somewhat of the principle. I think God gave me an additional revelation out of that book, but that was somewhat much principle that uh, I'm not going in that way again. I'm gonna go in God's God's way, or at least a different perspective, let's put it that way. That I'm gonna I'm gonna marry to date, not date to marry. Mm. That's good words.
0: Marry to date, not date to marry. Okay. Yeah.
6: Okay. Well, that would keep it fresh, right? That keeps and only, and you and, know, and that is, and, and maybe that's not for everybody to kind of grab hold of, and I can completely understand that. It's all good. Most of us on the phone anyway are married already, so you don't have the option to date to marry anymore. Sure. <laughs> but, um, but I, you know, I, I will say that in in uh, in the time that I. Kind of worked out that little philosophy, that I kind of game, I think, from that book, that knowledge, that revelation. Um, I think it has been a huge kind of plus for me um, to keep things as someone was just saying to keep it fl- to keep it fresh. To keep, if I'm thinking in that manner, just like Ronnie just said, if I'm thinking in that manner, then that is constantly my objective. How do I take it to the next level? How do I win you? Keeping it out of my mind that I already got you kind of thing, Mm. and that's 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 not an easy thing to do because obviously the reality is I do have you, gotcha. Right, gotcha. But also the reality is, um, I have to keep you. Right, that was my point. Yeah,
2: -hmm.
5: that's also reality.
0: Yes, yes, and that's where, and that's I think that's one of the the changes. That happens in marriage is the fact that um, we don't think I got to keep you. Mm. Talk about mm-hmm. it. We, we right. think that it's a given. You got to right. I, I own you, not in the sense of like own, yep, yep. You know, but but you you know what I mean. I mean yep. it's a done deal. Um, dating was dating is optional now
5: mm-hmm.
0: because now we're married, so dating is date night is optional. Doing things that I did to keep you is optional. And it's on both yep. sides. It's on the male side the female side. You know, it's not, you know, we can't really point the finger anyway. But, And I get what you're saying because just imagine if you were married and still living like you were dating. Mm-hmm. What, kind of, what kind of relationship would that be? Exactly. Be great. Yeah, you're exactly. still
2: holding hands. You're still giving that smooch before you rush off to work.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the little thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Absolutely. you and you know. And you were dating, if you can remember dating and then mm-hmm. and then it was um uh uh you gotta get to work. But you would sacrifice sleep to stay up yeah, all night talking right. on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I know you're right on that. One. You know what I'm saying? You would sacrifice sleep. You, would say, you would sacrifice a lot of things to see that person again, you know. You know babysitters or whatever the case may be, you would sacrifice just to date and, and to and to develop that foundation. Which, which now that once we're married, it seems like those, those, the, that energy is 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 fizzled a little bit.
6: And you know, honestly, if uh, if you are really in tune, and we mature as we get older too. So you know, sometimes at nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, whatever, early twenty, uh, it's not. It's no offense to anyone who is in the early twenties on the phone, but uh, we don't. We don't think the same way, right? At least I hope we don't. We mature a little bit. We understand what we're looking for. Maybe if we're accepting Christ, we're more in tune with that relationship and maybe more in tune to what He wants for our our lives. Because I often, when I tell my story about how me and my wife met and how quickly we just, because mine kind of snapped instantly that this was was somebody I wanted to be with, that um, I know an individual, and I always use this story. Kind of the contrast. You know someone who was with someone for thirteen years, not married, uh, dating uh, in a relationship of sorts. I guess uh, for thirteen years they had a couple of kids together. They uh, lived inside. You know, they had houses together, apartments, and um, in, in, in one instance, I remember for for a period of time they lived in a car uh, together, not with the kids. This is when they were just kind of single but uh you know so my my point in saying that is that they've been through a lot. They 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 played the role if you will uh, of marriage. The only thing that was lingering to the outside looking in, the only thing that was missing was the paper, the license on the wall. That was it. I mean they they've been through it all together. Yeah. And so finally they got married and they got divorced in 2 years. Now if yeah. it's it, if your goal, and this is, and, I, and again, I don't say everybody just do what I did. I, you know, I think to each his own. But I, I think if your goal is to wait till you you know for sure, or wait till you know all about this individual, I don't think in that scenario, I don't think that person could have known more about that other individual um, than than they than they than they learn through that process. When you sleep in a car with somebody, because that's your place of residence. Uh, when you have kids with someone, when you live in the same house and, uh, you know, you go to the school meetings or, you know, you, all of these type of things, you can't learn no more about an individual than that. Yeah. So then that tells me it's more to it, <laughs> that selection process, than asking a bunch of questions, seeing if you snore, seeing how you take care of the house, if you keep dishes out the sink. It, there's more to it than those kind of questions in uh, waiting period to see how you handle yourself in public versus you know what I mean. There's there's a lot more to it. So can you get married? Yeah, after knowing someone for 13 years, absolutely. And can it work? Absolutely. Can you find someone that day and uh, and get married? You know, shortly after, and it works absolutely. So to put if there's anyone on the phone who's been divorced and or who is single, you know, on their way down the uh, aisle, I would I, I don't want them. To put pressure on themselves, saying that I have to live under some type of standard that I have to—I know so I'm just going to hurry and get married. Or it's because you have to—you have to spend X amount of years. People have put this stipulation in society. X amount of years where they know whether or not this is the right person. Mm. And I think that's a bad. The bad standard uh, that society has, which I think is why there's a lot more shacking up that takes place than uh than in previous pre- pre- years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good words. Good Great words. Good words. Yeah. So, so I don't know. If I was trying to have a conclusion, I would think that um, there's certain things that the mind has to be ready for the mind of a married man. There's certain mm-hmm. conditioning that you have to have. There's certain level of maturity you have to mm-hmm. have to have the mind of a married man. There's certain type of responsibilities and, and commitments and and I'm I'm going to say Bible study. I'm going to say it's got to be certain. You got to be in tune with what God says about marriage. Mm-hmm. To have a mind of a married man, you know a lot of times we 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 do it without the knowledge of what's expected of us, you know, and we fail miserably, I know I did you know mm-hmm. um and then and and then the bad part about it is when you fail miserably and then you go get that education, and then you realize that there's more that you could have done to save it mm-hmm. as you paid attention. Had I paid attention the first time, there would have been more. I, I probably wouldn't have been divorced the first time. But I went into it thinking that, just like Rodney said, I could do it my way. You know, and mm-hmm. it wasn't pretty. Um, so the 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 mind of a married man has to be one that is the mind of a, how do you say it, trained or untrained. And I think that we have to at some point get the knowledge, and get the understanding of what's expected of us. Good words. If good anybody words. wants to echo on that. No, nah, that, was, that was great. That good.
4: They, that's good. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think it's time for open mic. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, um, thank you all for joining. Don't hang up. Yeah, don't hang up. We're getting ready to get buck wild. Turn this, <laughs> turn this recorder off. Uh, what is next week's topic?
2: Consistency. Consistency. The yeah, wild some, some some you all deal with. Not me though. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> Not me though. So yeah. The one word topic. I love it. One word. Yeah,
5: uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, back to you, sir. Yeah, consistency. Be here, be square.
0: All right, hold on one second. Also, Monday, um Monday morning at ten to one. Uh listenvision.com mm-hmm. has got our um, I don't know what what's the topic? A uh, head of household, Rodney. Yeah, what it, what does it
2: mean to be a head of household?
0: Head of, head of household. You can yeah. listen to that online. You can listen to that while you're at work. It's a it's, it's a beautiful thing. You start your week off with the uh, Married Men Don't Talk talk show. Okay. Yes, okay. sir.